awesome. possibly the most offensive one we've ever done, but <laughs> I don't know. Okay. No I don't know. The episode where you thanked pedophiles for <laughs> children. <laughs> So maybe if I just play like the racist black lady from Deus Ex before and after the show, they'll forget anything we said in between. I'm eating beefaroni. I'm eating lasagna. I'm eating fuck all. I'm just drinking um, rain berry flavored Gatorade. How did they make rain into berries? That's I incredible. don't know, but the reason I buy it is specifically because I love the concept of a, of a berry full of rain. Not just normal <laughs> water, but it's actual rain that has, like, is, it's in berry form somehow. I love the idea of anything being a berry. I don't know what that is. Um, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Spiderberry? Like, spider, Smurf berries are obviously the big thing. And Dale mm-hmm. North once, when we did the... Um, because we do a daily schedule of stories of, um, and slot news articles on Destructed every uh, 15 minutes. And once he did a story about Smurf berries, so every story uh, had a berry type attached to it. So we turned that story into berries. I remember that day. Yeah, it was fantastic. So, you know, we had Heavy Rain Berry and, like, Computer Berry and PS3 Berry. And I just, I don't know why, I love the idea of... Everything. If I had my, if I was, if I was in fucking charge of this country, everything would be represented by berries, and berries would be money instead of dollars. Oh, that'd be cool. Wouldn't it be great? Like I will give you some. Like blackberries can be like fifty dollars, and those little red berries that only birds can eat, and they, your mum tells you you can't eat them because they're poisonous. They can be like pennies, and the yellow ones of those because they're rarer. They can be. Um, like a full dollar. Five bucks would be elderberries. Ten bucks. I don't know any other berries. Gooseberries. You know, what's, inter- what's interesting about stuff like, well, it's Gatorade flavors is pretty much any Gatorade flavor. Tell me a Gatorade flavor. Um, fierce grape. Okay, fierce grape. That could also be a body wash. Any Gatorade <laughs> flavor can also be a, like a, cosmetic product i swear to god it's incredible yeah oh no the um the blackberry would be 20 because strawberries otherwise known as the king of all berries they are 50 <laughs> i was just thinking about another gatorade flavor which is rain this, this was amazing i think I, I may have mentioned it before on the show rain strawberry kiwi they just threw rain in there that doesn't make yeah, any sense just to make you think of being quenched It'll be good. Would be Typhoon Elderberry. Oh, fantastic! It just sounds like a Mega Man X boss. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> or um, earthquake, earthquake, grape, right? West coast or wherever it was that earthquake happened today. Sapphire. <laughs> Global warming pomegranate. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid name for a fruit. Ah, uh, tsunami pea. You wouldn't want to drink. <laughs> I, I like. Uh, uh, I was thinking of peas, as in what you eat, and then I right. realized that I might have just been talking about a torrent of piss. <laughs> um, don't get torrent of piss flavor great, right? By the way, it is That'd shit. Otherwise known as lemon lime. <laughs> it, it, lemon lime actually is horrible. That's that's where the joke comes in. There looks like piss, tastes like piss, 
doesn't imagine it tastes no. like weird pregnant animal piss with lots of weird hormones <laughs> in it or something. It's nasty, and I still get it because I think of like lemons and limes, and I think, mmm, refreshing. And I buy it, and then I'm like, oh, this is horrible. If it was green, it would taste amazing, but it's yellow, so like no one wants it. If it was rain lime and rain lemon, then that would be great because very evidently. I want I want Gatorade to make a Rain Man flavored drink. Just <laughs> <laughs> like a picture of st- <laughs> oh dear, picture of, picture of an autistic man on it, you know. God. Welcome, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, to Podside number one hundred and sixty-four. Um, I'm your host, Jim Sterling, and I'm joined as always by Max Berry. <laughs> Hello. And Tara Berry. Hello. Tara Berry. Oh, I'm imagining. I've imagined this big bush, um, <laughs> and then and then you've pulled your jeans up, and then I'm imagining another bush in wow. the garden. That was a great joke. That was. <laughs> oh, that was. That's going on my little chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> I actually mimed writing on a chalkboard there. Uh, no one can see that. I did it anyway. Anyway, I was imagining this big bush, the big green bush in the garden with little Tara Long faces on it, little berries with a little stalk coming out of her head. That sounds adorable. That would be fantastic. I would hug that bush. Oh. Uh, and I would then put it on the back of a truck and drive. No, stop right there. I would drive around laughing and then crash into a skull. <laughs> Why do you hate me? That's that, that's. Hey, look, I'm just expressing myself. Don't hate. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, I'm not on that. Okay, it's almost time for packs, and we might as well get this out of the way now because Jonathan Holmes is going to come along later. Once again, he's tending to the think wrongs. He's just going <laughs> to come in. He's going to stumble in all drunk and strung out on his. On his special drugs. Yeah, helping himself to the meds. Oh, hey guys. Oh, it's man. always like that with him. It's always like, oh, that's two for you, one for me. Oh. <laughs> like with everything. Oh, this one's maybe, pink. Maybe that is why he speaks so softly. Because he's just always on, like, anti-anxiety painkillers. I don't blame him. I'd hate to be like... I'm, imagine how many asses he must wipe a week. I'd be on their fucking meds. I'd be helping myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of which, David North, who's a fantastic artist, he's done some wonderful stuff before. Um, he actually drew my concept for Monkey Ghost, which is a TV show I've been trying to pitch for years. Um, but he also drew Jonathan Holmes with a tray of, of medicated liquids um, in his hospital of monsters, and he's got Scarecrow behind him and oh uh, a Skeksy and Count Chocula. It's an amazing drawing. I really it's actually really that. good. Oh, David North is incredibly talented. He once drew me for my birthday a picture of me excitedly um, dancing in front of a birthday cake that David Bowie dressed up as Jarrett the Goblin King. Uh, oh, was he the one who drew that? I love yeah. that. It's fucking great. He drew another one of me like kicking Mega Man in the face, and he did idea. one of Mr. Destructoid. Very talented guy, and he does some like hilarious drawings. Um, but yeah, that's a plug. Like, check it out. I'll try and remember to attach some to a Destructoid post at some point. Um, always escapes my memory. Anyway, we've got packs coming up, and I want to talk about that. And Jonathan Holmes, unfortunately, won't be going, which makes me very sad. Uh, but we can at least get that done while he's um, tending to the... Yeah, he's, um, he's on probation, so he can't leave the state right now. 
<laughs> I just love to imagine an alternate reality Jonathan Holmes who's just like, he's always late because he's a drunk yeah. and he's not going to PAX because he's like, you know, he's on parole, you know, something like that. <clears throat> I like to imagine him as um, John Connor from Terminator 2 Judgment Day. With Why don't you imagine him like hanging out with Budnick from Salute Your Shorts and just driving around? Mm. You don't want my bomb, Todd. You don't want to know the things I imagine <laughs> for you. Really? Yeah, I imagine you um, like crossbred with an elevator. Oh my god! And it's just like like you're you're flesh melded into a big elevator box, and you're screaming. That's what? That's like some Hellraiser shit yeah. right there. The Max Scovella, Scovator, Elevator, Elevator Max. The Elevator Max goes up and down. Yeah, it's okay. I like that idea. It's not that scary, whatever. Um, uh, It is because it's in a haunted house. So that's fucked you up. Fuck. Take the the Max Elevator to the Tower of Terror, and you can... um, I just picture that fucking Haunted Mansion Eddie Murphy movie. I can't even do anything else. I'm sorry. Um, huh? Actually, hey! We wasted uh, all that time we were going to talk about Pax by talking about other shit. Um, no. And now he's here. So now he's got to listen to us talk about it and feel all sad like a little orphan who has lost his mum and dad. <laughs> no, I'm excited to hear about it. I his live dog has died in front of him, and it's look and it looked at him while it died. It just looked up, and Jonathan Holmes was holding it, going, "It's okay. I'll take you to Candyland, just like I promised." And the dog's like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, boy. Oh, that's good, Johnny." <laughs> the dog can talk in this scenario, obviously. Yeah, that not for so much sad. longer though, because now the dog is dead, and he buried like- it in the woods. Um, put some little stones on where it buried and stuck a little twig in there. What he doesn't know is later on, fucking Hurricane blasted through and sh- fucking scattered those stones everywhere, <laughs> dug up half the dog, which got bashed into a tree, and then the crows had it. So that is a sad story for Jonathan. <laughs> Everybody's sad now. When, wow. Hey, when, whenever they show like a sad movie with a dog, I just always imagine that dog can talk and it's not so sad anymore. <laughs> you, know, you just imagine the dog sounding like this you know like in uh what is it in uh i am legend when he like will smith has to kill his dog and it's like his only friend besides the mannequin and the Why vampires does he have to kill his dog because his he dog to... gets bit by evil b- bad dogs or something so it's like what? turning into a vampire dog really that sounds Don't you good watch movies homes it's not it's I... okay it's will smith i like will smith he's got divorced fuck <laughs> from, from i know what? i read that Really they were swingers. Point. Like what? I don't know what. Wait, like, really? What could possi- yeah. What could possibly? They were like swinger Scientologists. What could possibly go wrong? Like. There's this part in oh, I Am yeah. Legend where where like Will Smith has to kill his dog, and it's just like it's Will Smith doing that kind of like, you know, that Fresh Prince sad eye, and he's oh, just sitting yeah. there with his dog, and he's waiting for his dog to like. He's like feeling its heartbeat and it's about to die, and then it turns into a zombie dog. But if you just imagine the dog talking, it's not really sad. It's just kind of, oh, well, Will Smith, you're about to be the last man on earth with no pet dog. I'm going away. <laughs> and then it would just like die for a second, and he'd sort of shed a single tear, and then the dog comes back. Whoa, it's me again, and I'm a vampire dog now. <laughs> That, I think they've got some, some truth to that. Like, I can imagine them taking old Yeller out the back to shoot him, and the dog just like, oh, you better fucking not be doing what I think you're doing. You fucking cunt. 
You put that fucking gun in my face, son, and I'll fucking bite your balls off, you cunt. And then you're right. It isn't so sad anymore. Yeah, that feels good. It's like, uh, is that Rango movie sad? Because they all talk in that and they wear little hats, right? No, that's a, that, no, that's a comedy, that film. Oh, yeah? I mean, People told me it was dark. The, uh, if you take the incredible journey, Homeward Bound, and imagine mm. that none of the animals can talk, you've basically got an art film about animals running around doing nothing. Oh, yeah, I mean, that sounds good. I'd I mean, like that. that fucking penguin one, not the one with Jim Carrey. Fuck that. <laughs> was it March of the Penguins? Fuck yes. I like yeah. to imagine that the Jim Carrey one is a sequel to that. That was Robin Williams, though. That was, you mean Happy Feet? No, not Happy no. Feet. There's Robin a lot of penguins. Mr. Popper's Penguins. Yeah. Yeah. That's, good. that's a good book. I never saw the movie, but that's, I used to read that book as a kid. Uh, Mr. Popper's Penguins is now officially the sequel to March of the Penguins, where the penguins have marched to Jim Carrey's house. I remember um, when I first saw a trailer for Happy Feet, which people tell me is a good movie, and I tell those people to suck all the dicks, because fuck Whoa. that movie. Is it bad? So, so stupid. It's so fucking retarded. It's like a, it's a fucking movie about penguins dancing. They can't it's, do that. Uh, they they don't have the dexterity in their legs. That film is bullshit from the start. It's just so fucking dumb. I remember seeing the trailer for it, and like it was right after March of the Penguins came out, and this guy sitting behind me is there with his wife, and he's just like obviously like hates everything about you know having kids and having a family. He's just miserable. Good man. And this How happy could you feet, tell just for oh, by looking at happy him. Feet, this Happy Feet trailer came on, and he just. You know, it's all like these fucking like weird penguins like dancing around to music, and it's all the Robin Williams voices, which are just played out at this point. And the fucking after that sort of like pause after the trailer, the dad just goes, "Oh God, it looks even worse than that last fucking penguin movie." <laughs> <laughs> that guy sounds great. I'd buy him yeah. a steak dinner. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I heard uh, isn't Happy Feet? It was directed by the guy who directed Paul Verhoeven. No, no, no Matt George. Yeah, the yeah, Mad George Max guy. something. Mad Max guy. Fucking he was supposed asshole. to do the Justice League movie, but that didn't Fuck work him, out. Dude. Paul Verhoeven <laughs> should film like direct every Disney and Pixar film. God, it'd be incredible. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fantastic? <laughs> I don't think he's really doing stuff these days, is he? Nah. There, moving. Hopefully he'll come back. Isn't he trying yeah. to breed a giant scorpion to ride to the bakery to buy cake? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. He'll <laughs> be pretty kick-ass. I'm just. I just well, thought of this be, to be really rich and insane. To get so rich that you could buy a stealth bomber and then get it gold plated, so it wasn't stealth anymore. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Fucking be some decadent shit. Yeah, yeah. You'd just see that from miles away. That would be pretty. Yeah, I'd do that. Is Tara even there? Tara, I'm here. Oh, awesome! I All think right. what I would like to do if I had the money is to have a swivel throne, so I've got the regal grandeur, but I can still compute. <laughs> I think a, a swivel throne would be amazing. Yeah. I think everything should be swivel anyway. Well, like, like the Emperor, so you can turn around and look at yeah. people. Exactly. Oh, he does have a swivel throne, doesn't I'd he? Like to get a, I'd like to get a, a throne that, from the back, it looks like somebody else entirely is sitting there. <laughs> like So it looks like there's a, like an enormous fat man, and it turns around, and it's just like a chair that's shaped like an enormous fat man, and I'm just sitting there tending my fingers within this like, you know, weird egg-shaped body cavity thing. I, don't I wonder know. if you could selectively Ow. breed a swivel elephant. Can you imagine how much better an elephant's life Wait. would be if it could just like swivel on any one of its legs at any given moment? Be awesome. Just to just to turn around and just say, "Ah, oh, those leaves behind me didn't think they'd get eaten." Fucking psych. Swivel round, eats the leaves like a cunt. I always thought it would be kind of weird if they made a car that instead of having wheels just had casters, so a car could just drive completely sideways. 
You know, you could just what? And if you were I, like, you know, like, like a car that could turn its wheels all the way, like, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Hold on, what's that angle, Tara? What's the one where you get sideways? Ninety degree. Ninety degree. That's the one. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they've uh, got cars like that. Do they? Yeah. That's stupid. I don't think they should have those. Um, <laughs> Holmes, somebody on, on Twitter asked me. Um, they asked for some reason. They asked me. They were like, "Hey, what degrees does Jonathan Holmes have for his job?" And I said, "I said ninety-eight degrees. The entire discography." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After I last week, I've gotten a lot of people um, just really curious about psychiatric hospitals. Yeah, they're called so. state workers trying to make sure you're doing your job. <laughs> Yeah, they might be checking All Jonathan there Holmes are... has to do if a state worker questioned him was tell him that Podtoid is a project at his hospital that he does to like help help the the think wrongs to express themselves and it would be totally believable. <laughs> They'll listen to any episode of this shit and they'd say you're doing amazing work, Jonathan. Oh, yeah, that's um are you insulting yourself? I'm no, well, I'm, I'm just saying that the Podtoid itself is a load of gibberish. <laughs> um, but speaking of cars, yeah, yeah. Max Scoville mentioned cars, and then he mentioned mental people. Okay. This blends well into something I saw this weekend, which oh, was yes. an ice cream van, a lovely little ice cream truck, give ice cream to all the kids, converted from a short bus for school. Oh, now that sounds wow. that looks wrong, doesn't it? I'm not alone in thinking that someone who was fired from riding the short well, from driving the short bus for unknown reasons has gone straight into the secondary pedophile job of ice cream man. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I used to drive the school bus. I don't anymore. Have a fucking calypso. It's like that doesn't work in my head, and I just think that looks dodgy. It's, mm. it's the dream machine. Like, a school bus that's also an ice cream van. Like you're, it's pretty awesome, yeah. That, that's a pedophile dual-wielding, that is. Yeah. That is that's, like, that's like, if they if, if David Jaffe was a was like a pedophile, that's how, like, Twisted Metal would be. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. It'd, it'd be like, I don't know what you'd what would it be called, like, Warped warped Metal or something? I don't know. Warped Metal? Twist, uh... <laughs> twisted Children's Underpants wrapped around a <laughs> hedge. <laughs> Oh, yeah, kids are terrible people. <laughs> oh, dear. Pedophilia is pretty funny, though. I have a funny story about bus, dr- a bus like driver. It. Tell um, us a story. I want to know. In my high school, we had this bus driver named Roy who was the angriest looking man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he had, um, he, he had like a super steep widow's peak and like kind of bristly, like, um, really curly gray hair. And he had uh, a constant, like, really obvious scowl on. And he had a hunchback. And he had Michael Keaton eyebrows, except, like, turned up to 11. So they sort of started, you know, you know, bunched up above his above the bridge of his nose. Then they just went up at, like, a, a complete, like, like an angle. Like, some kind of weird fish. Just like a, like a, like a, like a spike of, of just eyebrows, of just rage. And we used to fuck with him all the time. Like people were, it was just he was the bus driver to be mean to. Like people were just mean to him, and we used to do this thing where um, kids do that thing where they the two people sit in the exact back of the bus, like over the wheel wells or the the rear wheels, and when the bus is backing up, the two kids time um, they bang on the side of the bus at the same time, so it sounds like the bus driver hit something. 
Um, <laughs> we did that all the time. We did a different thing, though, where we used to just slap the top of the seats as hard as we could. And it would make the loudest, most resounding, like, crack, like a whip crack. And we just would watch in the rearview mirror because his eyebrows would just shoot up. And he would just look at the mirror and you could actually sometimes hear him growl. He'd be like, <laughs> I had him <laughs> as a bus man. driver for a year. And then he was like, fuck this. I'm going to go and uh, drive the short bus. <laughs> so he went and drove the short bus instead of driving our bus of fucking teenagers. Did yeah, he then, no kidding. Did he then paint it up and write Mr. Whippy on it? <laughs> See, I just imagine like an like an ice cream truck that's run by like retarded people, and I just like <laughs> and it, okay. it's basic. I, okay, I'm just gonna quote the Goonies, like Rocky Road, like <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> and uh, is that offense? I don't know if that's offensive, but you know, no, it's um, a, it's a gives guy. a fuck. It's it's pretty. It's, I think <laughs> I it's a valid observation, really. Being... But I remember there's pull... that. Uh, there's like a Law and Order episode where a couple of like retarded kids, like a retarded girl, turns up pregnant, and they're like, "Oh, it's her retarded boyfriend. He's the one who knocked her up." And then they run away together, and they're like, "Oh no, these two retards! They're gonna have a retard baby together." And they run away. They don't know how the retards ran away, but they did. And they're like, they like find where they're living, and they go to this grocery store, and they ask the guy, like, "Have you seen a couple of um, <clears throat> special special kids?" And he's like, "Yeah, they came in and they bought like." Like 30, 30 packages of diapers, like just like a giant mountain of diapers, and and then they they get the, like the retard boyfriend and they're like, yeah, do you know where the baby come from? And he he's like, we were holding hands. I thought, oh, it was wow, cute. yeah. It turns out. <laughs> so how old are the kids in this? That they're, like, they're, like, they're like, you know, retarded people. They're like, you know, like twenty three or something. It's like you, you, know? you never know what their age is. So at people. That point care that people are having i'm confused by this i mean is um it starts the episode starts out and they're like it's like mariska hargitay the most beautiful woman alive oh i feel guilty fantasizing about because she'd yell at me she's all like you know she's she's at her job and and fucking this lady's like oh my 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 daughter was raped my daughter was raped and she's like well what how old's your daughter ma'am and she's like she's She's 25. Or she's like, or like my daughter's pregnant. Or she's like complaining about she's pregnant, and she's like, that's okay. That's her right to be pregnant. She's she's 25. She can make these decisions for her own. And then the daughter turns her head, and she has Down syndrome. And you're like, what? And it turns out <laughs> it, was, it was the retarded girl's man- manager at the uh, at the grocery store who was like having sex with her and telling her that it was exercises. False. Unbelievable. <laughs> Nobody a tapper downer. Yeah, what are you no, talking a- about? Is you know? No, God, no, Tara. Pay attention. It's all about yeah. television because th- that yeah. is on topic. It's called, now. it's called fantasy, Tara. <laughs> I, I, I don't fantasize about being a store manager, fucking tarts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's terrible. So did they? <laughs> What's going on? What's we can't rule out that with March of the Penguins. <laughs> They just lazily took footage from Law and Order of them two running away and just painted it black and white. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stick up for retarded It's just because you said, like, how's the retards run away? And I said, well, it probably looked like March of the Penguins. <laughs> it don't look like March of the Penguins. Is that you sticking oh. up for retarded people? Yes. <laughs> I've been giving retarded Holmes. people a hard time. Holmes, so. don't even don't even bother. Don't try. I, I'm not trying to make fun of retarded people. I think they're great. I wish more people were like actually retarded instead of. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I they were every 
Like, seriously, like... There's those old copper pots everywhere! <laughs> what? Copper pots? Do you make up a new new word What's for retarded feet or something? <laughs> God, I think I think Sterling turned evil. <laughs> no, he's just full yeah. evil. With the light. I mean, I, I mean well, and my road to hell is definitely paved with good intentions, but I think he just went full evil. <laughs> it's like that part in Revenge of the Sith when, like, Palpatine fights Yoda, and he's just I like... I have no oh, idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, me... What? Evil? <laughs> I think not, boy. Uh, well, I had a great time with a retarded person today. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wow. the highlight of my day. I did. What did you tell her to sucker her into that? Fucking Christ! <laughs> no, she's and just is she going to be running away with her retard boyfriend? <laughs> she. And she, her boyfriend just broke up with her, and she's bummed. I feel oh. really bad for her. Get ready to change the tone. I bet of, she was bummed by the time you changed Oh, you rascal. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. There's no <laughs> oh, my God. No, oh, my God. He feels great. I bet it's touching. It's touching. Can you stop saying these words? Yeah. Okay. All right. So there's no sexual content to the story. Yeah. No. She. But she was bummed, and it feels great. It was also touching. <laughs> <laughs> she's a she's a neat person. I like her a lot. She's great. Well, she's a tidy up when she's done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you 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 rest. No, you know, sorry, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Please tell us this story because I can't wait to hear what you say next. Ah, am I? I'm walking into it. I can't do it. I, I'm. Walk into it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So, <laughs> she a little backstory about her. She rides a moped. Mm-hmm. She calls it a Zuma. Okay. She's got payments on her Zuma. She's stressing because she's in the hospital. And you like, found you came up with a way to help her make some money to pay for the Zuma. <laughs> no, no, no. So I'm like, do you want help paying off your Zuma? She's like, no. <laughs> Later. I'm like, okay. So what's the problem at hand? What's the problem today? Well, uh, uh, her boyfriend dumped her. And she lives with her, her brother, who's also uh, developmentally disabled, and he's a kind of a jerk. And um, he just had his girlfriend move in. And I'm like, what's his girlfriend like? What's she like? She's like, she's fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, what, what, what is she like? What's her personality like? Well, she lies a lot. I mean, it's just so... It, it, she, she can't even help but just to tell the the uh the base you see i couldn't i this yeah. is why i couldn't do your job yeah because you see i yeah. haven't even seen this you know special person of your your friend person right <laughs> i don't know the right term fuck she's it just, uh, she's just i haven't base. i haven't seen this chimp and <sighs> whoa i mean whoa. that I, I don't know why i'm providing an example of why i couldn't do your job because me trying to provide an example is a fucking example. But yeah, when she said she's... I'm going to a new kind of hell after today. (laughs) If I was in your position, Jonathan, and she'd have Uh said the the girlfriend of her brother was fat, the first thing that hit me in my mind was, you've no right to talk. And that's why I couldn't do your job. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, she wasn't saying anything mean about her that she's fat. She was just saying... She said she's fat, and I'm just saying... Yeah. You know, I, I don't even know what she looks like, but I'm guessing it would have been right. Well, not right, <laughs> but it would have been somewhat correct for me to have said you're in no position to judge. <laughs> well, she wasn't judging. That's the whole thing. That's why it's an adorable story, because she's like... She wasn't trying to badmouth her. She just like doesn't know what else to say. She's like, I'm adorable. Uh, Huh? Adorable. Yeah, yeah, she's she's a lovable little lady. Pretty, is she prettier than me? No, she is not prettier than you. You are prettier, in my opinion. That's all I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a pretty good-looking guy, Jim. Damn right I am. I'm like Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys have you guys seen a not to I mean this is sort of on the topic of retarded things. Um <laughs> um have have you guys seen the um oh my god, what uh uh it's big uh, big trouble showdown in little Tokyo showdown little Tokyo showdown, has showdown sh- little Tokyo that's Dolph Lundgren and Dolph uh, Lundgren and Brandon Lee Brandon Lee yeah yeah and it's yeah, got it's the most it. incredibly fucking awful awesome sex scene between Dolph Lundgren and Tia Carrera whoa it's, it's so fucking great like there's this yeah. whole part where he's like you have to and he's he's the whole time he's doing this like rather good American accent but it would actually be a better movie if he just sounded you know like a Swedish murder machine so he goes, you know, he's like, oh, there's bad guys out to get you here. Take this, take this shotgun and, and, you know, wait for me. And she's like, how do I, like, what, what do I do? And he's like, shoot at anything that moves. <laughs> and he's like, she's like, how do I not shoot you? And he's, he's like, you won't hear me coming. And then they have sex later. And, and she goes, that time I heard you coming. Whoa. <laughs> They're like they're like fucking a hot tub. You see her boobs. It's pretty. Gr- it's like an awesome movie, but it's like one of those. Mo- it's like Tango and Cash, but like without all the serious shit. That's not the one with cyborgs, is it? No, nah, man. That's probably Cyborg or something. No, there's one. Cyborg with is Patrick Swayze. Cyborg is uh, <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme. I watched. Uh, Why did I think it was Patrick Swayze? Tell me I don't that. know. Uh, I think that you kind of encode sinewy. Kind of gaunt cheeked men that don't smile. Been in Dirty Dancers, you think Roadhouse, Roadhouse, you think Roadhouse and Cyborgs. the Ghost. He's been in the Ghost, the Ghost, and Dirty Dancers. And <laughs> I've not seen either of those. I know nothing of Patrick. He Swayze's was in life. he was in Roadhouse where he just, right. was just about fighting. Um, no, that was guys Jeff Bridges. No, Jeff was, Bridges was, was in Roadhouse. You're, you're thinking of Starman. Starman, which is not to be confused with. No, Starman was uh, Mark Hamill and Han Solo. <laughs> Wait, Holmes, get back to your story about the retard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a bad pontoid when Tara's using that as an appeal for calm. I, I wanted to say, I wanted to say that to add to my earlier statement that I wish more people were retarded because, as you were saying, Holmes, they are very honest and like straightforward and. I, I haven't really ever met any, like, mean retards. Hold on a second. Hold on I a sure second. Have. I sure have. Are they, yeah. are, in what are mean retards? In this whole conversation, in this whole uh-huh. conversation, I have been nothing but honest and straightforward, and I'm going to hell. No, you're not. You're uh, great. According to Max, I am, just because I was honest and straightforward yeah, man, I'll, and I'll, I'll, myself. I'll be with you. I mean, there's... No. What? What's going on? I don't Jill. know. All Jim did was discuss his own... uh, Shit, Jim, you don't drive a Zuma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all you did was describe I bought myself a ticket on the Zuma to hell. (laughs) Your your technique with people doesn't involve all that much uh, subtlety. Is that fair (laughs) enough to say, Jim? That's true. That's all you said. 
Yeah, I mean, there is some subtlety in talking to someone who has um, cognitive limitations, as they would uh, say. No, well, maybe they wouldn't some... be able to say that. Well, you never know. There's some pretty... Uh... They say they they say they've got a boo boo in their brain. <laughs> oh no! no of, at least I didn't do the voice. No, there's a lot of people with mental retardation that you wouldn't think are mentally retarded at all, but they they're retarded. Some of them might be in this podcast right now. They might be. I've talked <laughs> to mentally retarded people whom seem less retarded than. Submit. Submit. <laughs> Poor submit is right. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about pack stuff? What are you guys excited about? I don't know, it's too late now. Oh, come Um, on. It gets to a point where I think, well, it's too late now. Might as well carry on. Might as well just keep down the same path until I'm cackling like Ed from the Lion Kings. Ed? Which one's Which one was Ed? The laughing hyena who only laughs. Is that, oh, so not Cheech, not, um, Whoopi Goldberg, but the other one. The other one. The other one who no one knows who it is, probably not. Jim, do you just are you been on a Disney movie kick? I have not actually. Funnily enough, you've been, you've, you've talked about Aladdin on like three different occasions, uh, a lot recently, and I, I I don't mind it, but you know I'm just curious because I want to yeah. watch Disney movies with you. I watched Aladdin recently, and we tried to find The Lion King on Blu-ray recently because uh, we still buy movies like idiots. Um, we couldn't find it. Um, did what did get the RoboCop trilogy though? So uh, yes. I'm quids in. Hadn't watched RoboCop in years. What? Mm. Ever since I was a kid. Like the last time I watched RoboCop, I was a kid, and I remembered almost everything. And somehow, like this, I, I don't know if this speaks about like what what is so wrong with my brain in that it is so easy for me to forget. The bit where the gangster melts in the toxic waste. Oh, oh that's so my great. favorite part. And fucking Clarence Boddicker hits him, and he just goes, "The fuck was that?" You know? Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> the... you know, he, goes, he goes, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> like that's he doesn't the only bit I to... forgot though. I'm like, is, was it so banal in my mind that over the years I somehow managed to take that as forgettable? Like, I that's not right. I should be remembering. I should be awake at night with that. It's probably it, true. It's great yeah. to see again, especially as the guy looks a bit like Neil Patrick Harris. Which guy? The guy who ends up driving into the sludge. Oh, yeah? And starts like, melting. All of those guys ended the, up on 24 at one point, which I is weird. Of the, the, is the melting guy, is he the one who's like, uh, he has like the the beard, or is, or is are you talking about, I forget how it ends, because I, I usually am drinking when I watch RoboCop, and I've seen it. <laughs> It's like ending. Like it, it, Tara hasn't seen fucking RoboCop. Oh, and no. fucking RoboCop is, I missed a lot the, of '90s actions action movies. I don't well, give a fuck, really Tara. A okay, it's the uh, best <laughs> of all time. No, I don't I really, know I, if any of us have like bringing a laptop capable of, of showing video. I know I've just got a netbook for writing, but we need a fucking RoboCop night at PAX. Why don't we do I that? I, I have I have it on DVD. I could bring it. Boom. Fucking boom, Sonic boom, and I like RoboCop yeah. two and three. I don't know. RoboCop what you guys... is incredible. It's like I don't think it's my favorite movie, but I think I will. I will bow to say that it's it's basically the best movie of all time. Like if I was stuck on an island, I would bring RoboCop. It is. It, it's <laughs> held up amazingly well. Like I, yeah. as I said, I remembered all the scenes, but my mind applied the cheese filter as one must when they think back on 80s films, and I thought, that film was hilarious. It's probably shit again if I watch it now. I guess thanks to the satire and the fact that the satire is still very relevant today, the mm-hmm. film really fucking holds up. 
Like, yeah, it's incredible. The, the yeah. comedy moments are genuinely funny, and there is some unintentional humor that's to be expected, but just, yeah, it's it's still really good to watch, and I it's watched it last so night. And, yeah. My wife yeah. watched it for the first time I... last night and was actually impressed. <laughs> So when yeah, I am um, RoboCop night at PAX, we that could be like our Podtoid movie thing voiceover. Oh yeah, awesome! People are gonna want to hear that. Um, so I have a, I have a very like RoboCop's also very heart, close to my heart. Um, it, in a certain way, my robot heart. Um, when I when I did that my first like internship that was gonna be the IGN show. Um, there was this one the day that it got canceled. They called we called got all caught all in the office and they were like, "Yep, you're all getting laid off and your internship's over and the show's not ever going to happen." And that was like really heartbreaking. And we were all really upset. And so we all go back to like the office area of, that we had, and it was just me and like my coworkers, and we all we were doing was just going on YouTube and playing RoboCop clips, like <laughs> sound bites. <laughs> Bitches leave. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> and uh, it's like, nice shooting, son. What's your name? Murphy, and then it—I mean, it's just—it's so. Oh quoted. yeah, forgot about that line. I always remember when uh, RoboCop just gets activated, and the African American gentleman gets really close to him, and goes, "Go Robo." Remember that part? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that part's really good. Yeah, that's that's, that's up there. I want to make a compilation of just like kind of bafflingly—I don't even know if they count as like stereotypical or racist, but like stuff that weird like token black characters say in eighties movies, like in Maximum Overdrive, when like all the arcade machines try and kill the or they start going haywire and the black guy's like stealing all the cigarettes and coins from the arcade games and like getting all the free sodas from the soda <laughs> machine. And then he sees this one arcade machine and it's like showing all these graphics and he goes up to it and he just goes, Yo mama and then he gets electric <laughs> So you need guy. to include the um, the black dude from Event Horizon, which is one of my favorite films of all time. And yeah, it's, it's incredibly that, dark. That... Like, there's no humor in it, except for the black guy who seems totally out of place. And he's doing this, oh, motherfucker! Ah! <laughs> and it's like, there's no place for that in that film. The film is, like, a horrific. Yeah, I, I believe it's, it's like, it's so dark, a lot of people consider it part of the Hellraiser mythos. Mm. Um, Isn't Lawrence Fishburne in that, though? Lawrence Fishburne is in it. Sean Pertwee is in it, which is another reason why it's the best film ever made. Sean Pertwee? Who's that? Sean Pertwee. Fucking great actor. I don't know. My favourite actor. Um, He's done a lot of video game work because his voice is just amazing. He's got this amazing voice. He was... um, Have you ever played Prime... What was it? Primal? On the PS2? Uh, uh, I think so, yeah. It's in Killzone and Killzone 2. Um, he's done all sorts of different voice acting things. He was in that, he was in that Mutant Chronicles film. Uh, My favorite voice actor, period, is Keith David. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, yeah. Just the, he's got the best voice. Like, people who are all, like, hyped up on Morgan Freeman. I mean, I love Morgan Freeman's voice, but they can just go to hell and suck a dick because Keith David has the coolest voice in existence. Well, I just His love voice. Keith David. Period. He's great. He did the voice yeah. of Spawn and Goliath and Gargoyles, and you know he was um, Anderson in Mass Effect, and it's just like the list goes on. He, he got Jennifer Connelly to blow him for Coke and Requiem for a Dream. Oh, really? I yeah. yeah. He beat the shit that out of Rowdy Roddy Piper. And they that live. I've seen. That I've seen, yeah. He's in The Thing. He's great in that. John Carpenter's Thing. Yep, he was so cool. He's just like he's he's I don't I don't he might even just be my favorite actor. Like I don't know, that's crazy. He's pretty awesome. Him he's and Brian awesome. Dennehy. Don't mess with Dennehy though. He's pretty awesome too. Dennehy scares the shit out of me actually. Yeah, he's he's effective. He's, he's like a, he's up. like an evil um he's like an 
like an evil Wilford Brimley sort of. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy that. He's like the he's like the bad grandpa. <laughs> so did you guys talk about the games you played already? That's no, really- we had done. We had, I don't think we've mentioned a video game yet. <laughs> we, we haven't. I think I think talking about Sean Pertwee's acting credits was the closest we got to games. Um, I wanted to talk about packs actually. Jeez, okay. Forty-seven minutes ago, yeah, I wanted yeah. to talk about packs. Uh, okay, packs is happening this weekend. I'm I'm having a miserable week because of it because I hate having to fly, as I said on the last episode, and I hate having to do things with my life. So this week's been a write-off for me until Thursday, Thursday night when I finally get off the plane. Um, but got to talk about it anyway. So Pax Prime, what is going on? Well, we've got things. Uh, Sunday is the big one. I should have prepared this. I've been, I thought if I could string out this sentence long enough, I'd suddenly remember where Nero's panel is. When I, I don't even know. I've never known. I can uh, find it's out. At, um, it's at noon on Saturday. The how okay. to run your own gaming website one. And I know it's in the unicorn. So noon on Saturday. That's mm-hmm. your first stop if you want to see a lovely Destructoid panel. Because Nero Gonzalez, the founder of Destructoid, is going to be running a panel. He's got Craig, Stuttering Craig from ScribAttack there. He's got a guy from IGN there. He has got others there. Uh, Cheapy D, <laughs> I think, is, is going to be there. Lovely man. Um, the guy from IGN? I don't know. Some dude. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that, that fucking idiot is going to be... I have no idea. He might be nice. Um, he's gonna I'm just be. Fucking, I have like a ton of friends at IGN, so it's just kind of like. Um, it's IGN's publisher, Pierre Schneider. There you go, Pierre. Oh, Pierre Schneider. Schneider. Yeah, I was. I like him because his his name sounds like pear cider, which is a delicious drink. Mmm. Mm. Let's go to the windmill and get some pear cider. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make yes. pear cider at windmills. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I got I got so much quaint in my head mixed up. It all, all the quaint bled together. Um, doilies. So on Saturday at noon, Unicorn Theatre Nero is hosting an, an all-star panel about how to run your own video game website. Uh, so that's good. Go see that. Um, then on Sunday is the slightly less good, but probably a lot louder. Destructoid Live 2. If you came last year, you'll know that we had a... It was a... a, Let's just say creatively successful panel. Uh, Half the fucking people turned up. But it was still fun. And hopefully more people turn up this time because we're not going head-to-head with the fucking PAX keynote. Um, I'm going to be there. Max Scoville's going to be there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. That's hot. Nick Chester. Nick Chester. Tara will be around. Well, I mean, all the editors who are going to PAX better be fucking there. Um, on stage, you'll see myself, Max Goville, Nick Chester, Harms the Aziz. We will be having um, Conrad Zimmerman and Jordan DeVore, who host the Saturday morning hangover on Justin TV every morning, are going to come on. There's going to be a lovely little thing for them. We will be having... Harms is going to be challenging 2K Games to a special sandwich contest in which, based on The Darkness 2... It's, they're going to have him and someone else trying to eat the sandwich. I think it's going to be me. And I think I'm going I'm to have to ah. shove food into his mouth. <laughs> so Harmser and Max. Max will be stood behind Harmser with um, demon hands on, like in the darkness too, the demonic tentacles, and he's going to be feeding Harmser from behind. 
which that sounded awful. And they're going to go up against Two K. Uh, another industry challenge will be myself. Um, I will be facing Sega and Sega's representative in a dance-off for <laughs> Cup to settle our long-standing rivalry. What we have had. So that's going to be good. I've actually been plotting out my dance moves in my head, and <laughs> I think that I am going to win because it's. Good. Is it going to be like Salt and Pepper st- style moves? I'm or gonna... like something more. <laughs> I'm not going to get that far. I, I get out of breath. I get out of breath having a shit. I'm not going to be able to dance. This is fucking stupid. <laughs> But I'm going to try anyway. I'm just so. going to fuck up Hamza's face with food. It's going to be great. I'm yeah. so mad at that little shit. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw, but he apparently got mad at me for something about frozen yogurt. I don't know. I said yogurt oh, was for God, women. We, yeah, my wife was actually laughing her head off at the back of the bus. Um, when was it? This past weekend. Yeah, I was I was saying that yogurt is for women, and Hamza was like, "Have you ever had frozen yogurt?" And I was like, "I don't, I eat ice cream, pussy. Like, what do you want?" <laughs> and he's like, "You haven't had good froyo," and I was like, "Stop calling it froyo." And then all these people started tweeting at me just the word froyo, <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't I care if you if it's I like I've had it is good, whatever, that's fine, but frozen yogurt is for girls. Like, Tara is frozen yogurt for girls? No. Yeah, it is. No, your girl. You like, you like frozen it's yogurt? Definitely not." I've had it, it with boyfriends. No, I'm just saying. Have you ever seen a? You ever seen a? Oh, you've had it with with boys, with boyfriends. Were you gonna say boyfriends? Yeah. Was yeah. it after like you went to dinner with them and they were like, "Oh, let's go get frozen yogurt." No. Guess what? I've been shopping for women's underwear with women. That doesn't mean I want it. It doesn't mean it's for me. It's because I want to sleep with them. It's why. It's why guys. It doesn't get... mean it's for you, but it What's is. What's the last time I went and got frozen yogurt, which is Look, frozen yogurt Never. is delicious. There's no way around I'm that. Not... I'm not saying it's not delicious. So are Have fucking apple teenies. They're for girls. I fucking had frozen yogurt for shit's sake. Jesus. I'm just saying. It's like calling it frozen yogurt is some bullshit. It sounds stupid. I don't like the way it sounds. And it's a girl food. Yogurt in general, just because girls are, they're like, oh, it's got live and active cultures. It's got like fiber activating something. It helps poop. Yeah, it helps you poop, you know? So it's like, you know, you lose weight because you're pooping. How do you like the taste of yogurt, though? I mean, how's it taste? Oh, it tastes fine. I like it. I don't mind it. But, like, it's... Then you should just eat it. You should eat it. No, no, no. But it's like, I I also like, you know, I don't want to be like, bro, my favorite food is quiche. It's like, no. There's, like, certain kinds of foods that are are fucking... I'm sorry, but quiche is fucking nice. (laughs) I just eat the yogurt and quiche. That's what I do. At the same time, I'm not... I've never been worried about gender things. Um... You know, if I want to wear crotchless fresh sneakers, I will. But I didn't even say that properly. I said, I said crotchless fresh Snickers. <laughs> and I don't want to wear Snickers because of my allergies. Um, I've never been that worried about John, uh, gender problems. Like, I'll order a drink and someone will say that's a girl's drink. And I'll say, I don't fucking care. It's got berries in it. Uh, which is a nice I mean, I can't really talk because I do some girly shit. Like, I will, if we do karaoke, I will probably get drunk on, like, on like Cosmos or something, and then do like, you know, karaoke to like. Well, I mean the quote Wild or something. Bondi, the the so-called Bodies. girl drinks uh, taste the best. It's true, they do. And I and I can't like I can't drink beer until I'm fucking drunk because it's disgusting. It's true. Um, yeah. And the same with hard like hard liquor like stuff. Or... Like I won't drink hard liquor on its own until I'm dr- too drunk to give a shit. 
Otherwise, you know, I'll be starting with fucking pina coladas and things with, <laughs> like, fresh fruit in it. And, yeah. I mean, I always go to a bar if I'm at a party. I'm looking forward to doing this at Sega Gameworks because they do lovely ones. Um, I always say to the barman, I say, give me something green. Because green drinks have lots of alcohol in but taste great. This so, is true. Yeah. This is very true. So I you're always a, say give me something green. Um, you're always you're a, Tokyo, flavor, a Tokyo though. iced tea? I haven't had a Tokyo iced tea, no. Oh my god, Tokyo iced tea is like a Long Island iced tea, except it's green, which makes it better. Yeah. I like the Adios Motherfuckers, which is like a blue version. A it blue has one. blue curacao in it. God, we we I remember pounding it's one like of those the with most you at GDC. Drink I've ever had. I used there's to that get whole there's that whole family. Stuff. They're like the special moves of drinks. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Adios Motherfucker, the Tokyo tea. There's a, there's like a red one too. There's the the Long Island, and it's basically just booze, 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 and in some cases like a splash of soda, but it's like. Oh, what do you want? Oh, let me try everything behind the bar. Those those big clear bottles. Like, what's in those? You know, and then they mix them together. And then you wake up the next morning and you're angry at the sky. Your head hurts. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to um, Sega's party on uh, when was it? Saturday night um, at the GameWorks because they do lovely apple tinnies, which Ooh. is that's again it's the green gamble. I call it. Um, I, I don't call it that. I just came up with the idea to call it that, and now I'm going to keep saying I've always said that. But the green gamble, as I've always said, definitely paid off when I went to GameWorks and said, give me something green, and the bartender gave me a lovely apple tiny. Had you them a all night. Scout? Huh? You read a Girl Scout? What? The Girl You're... Scout, it's a drink. Oh, no, oh. it's that got a cookie in it. It's, <laughs> it's like a, a Girl Scout or a Grasshopper. They're pretty much the same thing, but they oh, taste the like mint cookies, and they're green. They're like opaque green, and they come in like a martini glass. So you pretty much look like you're in the Star Wars cantina when you're drinking one because it's a space drink. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds good. I love, <laughs> I love green drinks so much. Um, I just like things that are green. Like Aside from vegetables, if things are green, I just I like them. It's always been that way. I used to drink Sprite because the can was green, and I liked green was my favorite color, so it must taste good. And I, I don't like Sprite now because I found out that Mountain Dew is actually green, so I drink that. <laughs> um yeah, it's it's crazy. I just I don't just, like Mountain Dew very much. Really? I guess it's because I we don't get that in um, Britain. I say we didn't because I I don't live there anymore. But God, Mississippi's retarded, isn't it? Take another drink for those playing the drinking game, um, which I said we were going to talk about at the top of the show and didn't. We'll get to that next. We'll talk about that next. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh yes, I said oh yes. I actually didn't remember what I was talking about. What was I talking? Oh yeah, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. So I've got to say Mountain Dew because... Dew. Yeah, because the way I pronounce things, it makes me... It sounds like I'm saying Mountain Dew. Like there's oh, a special God. type. That's so funny. Like, like a, yeah. Um, it's like a, a, like a lumber Jew. Just like a <laughs> like a rabbi with flannel on that lives in the woods. Like. I'm imagining like, like a giant stone rabbi who <laughs> looks after the boulder people. I don't know what. He just takes. He just t- plays dreidel with the Gorons or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that was my Goron impression. It wasn't wow. very good. Let's talk about this drinking game. Right. Um, Taro, have you still got that? Because I didn't. My actually um, died. I need to charge this shit. Can't click on anything. But um, someone in the comments of our Destructoids.com front page Podtoid question thread came up with a nice drinking game for Podtoid. So you can listen to it and have a bloody good drink with your friends. <laughs> you might die, too. Yes. You will die. Uh, 
Okay. But then if you're listening if you're listening to Podtoid and you're like two hours in, you're close to the end anyway. What have you got to live for? Okay, so I guess Tara, if you okay, want to you I found it if you want. Do you yeah. want me to say the rules? Yeah, yeah, please do. Okay, this is from user Dakilazical. Here we go. Uh, Pod toy drinking game. He says, take a shot every time Jim mentions how backwards Mississippi is. Max spins a rambling porn-related idea that goes nowhere. Tara reveals a huge gap in her movie knowledge, which has already happened at least <laughs> Holmes talks about the nutty people he encounters on his job. Oh, nutty. You shall be wasted by now. And bonus shots for every time someone mentions how horrible the show is going and then reminds us it's free entertainment, so we should just shut up and enjoy it. <laughs> Brilliant. We could probably add a few more to those. Um, I would say have another one every time I sexually proposition Jonathan Holmes in some way. Um, what's another one? Every time Max talks about animals, because he seems to talk about animals a lot. I love yeah, animals. Yeah, a good amount, yeah. And hate them, too. You love and hate them. Every time Tara is interrupted, <laughs> which is sad. I don't mean to do it. I'm sure no, no, I, I have a, I have a thing I want to plug. Um, I wrote this this, this old story well, Apparently Jonathan Holmes got a whole hospital of him. <laughs> what? Plugs? Oh, something you want to plug? <laughs> <laughs> wow, oh. really? Today I am droll Sterling. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I wrote a thing about animals, and it's about animals I want to see fighting each other, and it's really stupid. I, I plugged it on Twitter, but I just I want everyone to read it because it's it's just it's so fucking stupid. It's about this on the show before, actually. Did I? Did I really? Well, I put it on my. It's on maxscoville.tumblr.com. Go fucking read it. It's about fucking animal penises and stuff. It's really fucked up. Well, that's a good plug. Yeah. Did you guys see the comment of the guy um, who posted a link to the dude who screams really loudly during ejaculation? No. Has anybody Wait, put the comments me? yet on the Podtoid post? What? I've, I thought I read that. There's a man... So, pe so people in the comments have been taken, like, taking now to like, posting really weird porn oh, that great. they think we might be interested in. <laughs> Some... <laughs> Some guy, I think, in the maybe in the first few comments, posted a link to this dude, who I can't even explain it. You guys have to watch it. It's a dude who like screams really loudly while having sex with a chick as he's ejaculating. Ah, me and my friends. Wow. Me, me and my friend from college would pretend to ejaculate for each other, and we would have a competition to see who could ejaculate the longest and loudest. To the point where we were scream, and we do this in the middle of class when people were trying to learn, <laughs> and they were trying to like rehearse their fucking because it was like fucking drama bullshit, and they'd be rehearsing something, and they just hear in the corner one of us just ah 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 can't feel my legs ah, ah! like pants around our ankles just falling on the floor, um, and that's a game I've carried on with my life. Um, where we just just will like someone hot will appear on TV and just. <laughs> it's actually fun to pretend that you're like having a nightmare while uh, ejaculating. <laughs> one of one of my favorite things to do is um I like to give I like to give you know advice and like sex and dating and stuff and I like to give valid advice and then follow it with really bad advice and it's like yeah so when you're going down on your lady when you when you go in and you you know you you just yeah. doing stuff with your mouth just just scream at it just get in real close and just. <laughs> 
Just fucking Where's yell at it. Where's the good advice in that statement? <laughs> no, no, that's that's like the good advice would be like you know don't you know be confident, be yourself, like um, don't be a dick to girls, but also don't be like a like a like a, a doting little wiener like Scott Pilgrim or something. You know, be well, like a right. No, that's the good advice. That doesn't go without saying because obviously some people you know still do that. But you know well, when yeah, you're giving like they're not self-aware. Right. So be self-aware. That's one thing. You know, be funny. Um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, don't, don't do tips for leading a good life. Don't do card <laughs> tricks because girls will think you're a weirdo. Um, I don't know. Stuff like that. But then I follow it up and I'm like, yeah, so when you're going down on her, just fucking yell at her vagina. Just do it. Just get in <laughs> real close and scream at it. I used to. Uh, I, yep, was, yeah. I was very self-aware in my younger years, which was a problem because I was self-aware enough to know that girls wouldn't find me attractive. So I thought, fuck it. And instead, uh, I would sit next to a girl at a party and just stare at her with a big smile on my face, wait till everyone had sort of dispersed. And my friends would actually leave the room, so it was me and her on our own, so it was worse. And then I'd just look at her and grin and go, how much? Oh, God. (laughs) You're that guy. I just, I'd given up. I was like, what's the point? So I do stuff like that. I also said nice shoes want to fuck to someone, which is an old one, I think. But it's always got a laugh. Um, girls would find it charming. I've decided. <laughs> <laughs> Did they know? I'm the funny guy. <laughs> I just, I just like, I love just making fun of girls, like not being mean to them, but just making fun of them because it's really funny. I mean, I, I do it to Tara. Like, you know, you put on makeup and stuff and, you know, uh, put pretty dress. You're actually too much of a tomboy. I can't for hear it. the laughter anymore, Max. What? I said, I can't hear the laughter anymore. Wow. That was, <laughs> so, so, uh, that's that was deep comedy. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, like, made me think so before awkward. I left. Yeah. But I, I just I, ruined I, Pot Toy, didn't I? <laughs> You've become the raven. Chief? Fuck off, it's free entertainment. <laughs> um yeah no it's, i don't know i just it's funny to like just like tease girls for like doing stuff you know like if you like understand the things been, that been they reading like the game lately max what i said been reading the game lately no i don't mean like that the game is stupid like that's like trying to trying to get girls exactly to, what they tell sex. you to do they tell you to tease girls so that no, they no, like no, they tell you the teasing them they're like negging girls to do that that i'm not talking about that i'm talking about making fun of them like just making fun of them because it's funny. I hate it's like that it's shit. like when cats fall in the bath and they're all like ruffled, you know. There's absolutely no fucking like game or tactic when it comes to attracting a woman. What you do is you stand next to a woman, you wait for a three-year-old to walk past, point to it, say, "Would you tap that?" If she laughs, she's a keeper. That's <laughs> Jim's fucking guide to keeping a woman, <laughs> and it's worked. So there. Yeah, you're you're doing it. You I'm, got one. I'm a yeah, I'm a family man, and that, yeah, it's amazing. So, and that's how you do it with pedophile jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, video games are going to be talked about. We I got think. really philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I couldn't even finish that sentence. Yes, sorry, Max. Mass Effect. Yeah, I started playing Mass Effect because I'm supposed to be checking out the. I think I'm interviewing Jennifer Hale. Um, oh, she's cool. She's actually, a, yeah, I she's we we talked to her at uh, the VGAs last year. See, what's really funny is one of her former roles was Jesse Bannon on the Real Adventures of Johnny Quest, 
And here's a weird little fun fact. Um, the a voice actress who did Jesse for the first few episodes, or like the first season, uh, was my dad's ex-wife, whose name was, um, was Jesse Douglas, who is oh. on IMDb as that role. It's very, very creepy. Um, I don't know. Very strange. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Maybe she knows, you know, my dad's ex-wife. Bizarre. But uh, yeah, so Mass Effect is... <laughs> Mass Effect is... Uh, I really like it. It's it's like the smart shit about Star Trek crossed with the fun shit that I care about of Star Wars and it, Star Wars. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's a great universe and I love the art direction and I like that it's basically like the breakfast club in space and everyone's got all these fucking emotional problems and you can also try and have sex with them. It's great. It's fun. Wow. The gameplay, the you- gameplay I was talking about talking about this with Jim and... The gameplay I don't think is that great, but everything else is that I am willing to overlook it. Huh. Which is that weird. Was, yeah. That was always my problem with Mass Effect is as much as I dug the universe, I couldn't look past the gameplay. I tried multiple times on multiple um, formats, the 360 and uh, PC, but I, I can't get over the gameplay. The, the contradictory gameplay as well. This I want you to be a slow-paced, methodical, cover-using shooter. I'm going to throw all these fast-moving melee enemies at you. You can go fuck yourself. Uh, and I couldn't get over that. And, and the forced excursions in the rubber bouncy car. It's... Ugh, I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> well, did you like it right away, Max? Or did you have to like grow attached um, well, to Well, the problem first? is, I'm playing Mass Effect 2. I, mean, I haven't played the first one, which I, I want to check out. I've heard there's a lot of stuff uh... wrong with the first one. Um, yeah. compared, but, um, yeah, I started playing it because I had to play it for work and I'm like, ah, I got to play this. And I actually pretty much rage quit after I set up a character and, um, in like the tutorial phase, you meet some injured guy and he's like, ah, oh, I need that med kit for my legs. I need some metagel. And I'm like, Oh, I'll go get it. And then I go get it. And I'm like, I can't read any of the text in this game. <laughs> I, too small. I have a fucking 20, like 25, 27 inch TV, like CRT. And I, I have to guess a lot of the stuff I'm doing in the game. I figured it out by now, but I didn't know how to change my weapons until like in, until like four hours in. I was just oh. like, oh, I'm, change- I'm trying to change my ammo type. I'm trying to use like, you know, d- like yeah. disruptor ammo. And it's just, I, it, it really actually, it's a stupid complaint because I should have a, like an HD TV, but it just kind of bums me out that there's not some kind of like, standard definition mode because that shit is just so obsolete. I think every I mean the reason why it's called standard def is it's still pretty standard, you know, like people still yeah. have that shit. Um yeah. and I did but before I moved to the US, I had a it was a regular definition television. I mean widescreen and everything, but it was it wasn't HD and yeah. Dead Rising was particularly bad. Like I just I couldn't read any of that. Shit. Yeah. And, it's just yeah. you're not meant to. I I had a hard time with LA Noir. Just anything that was required reading, I was just like, I have to guess. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I was trying to play. Oh God, we're uh, we're supposed to. I was trying to play Magic: The Gathering, the uh, duel, the Planeswalkers, or whatever. Um, I couldn't. Well, aside from the fact that I have no fucking idea how to play Magic: The Gathering, um, I also couldn't read half the shit in that game. So it just it sucks. Like, I want to play video games. I don't want to read shit. Give me some stuff that I can just look at and. Shoot it. But you like Mass Effect because that's. I do a lot like of Mass reading. Effect. I like the internet. Of... No, it's also a lot of sexual harassment. I play. I play like I'm fucking <laughs> Zap. I play like Zap Brannigan. I'm trying to have sex with everyone on my fucking ship. Everybody. I go down uh, in the in the crew quarters and I go up to that that uh, mess sergeant who's like, ah, oh, I'm the chef. I'm a grouchy chef who's the only one that doesn't have problems in his life. And I'm just like, ah, oh, I'll just have sex. 
I mean, I just say that to my TV. It doesn't actually. It's not like an option yeah. you can say to him. I'm just trying to have sex with you know Garrus. I try to have sex with. Um, sorry. Sex with Miranda. What? So I just got a really a nice little confirmation for something for Pax Prime for those who want to know: Can I win stuff? Yes, you can. Um, if you've been playing El Shaddai, you might and well, Jonathan will know all about this. The little characters called Nephilims, mm-hmm. the little cute fellas. Uh, we should be getting a whole bunch of plushies of those to just kick into the audience. Nice. So, sorry, just thought I'd, that I literally just got a confirmation and didn't want to forget. Sounds good. I well, that's that everything one? derailed. <laughs> I want. I want one. Can I get one? Ask Shane. People like I'll, give me oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah. Shane's uh, hopefully is all right with me. I didn't give the game the uh, the highest score. You probably Dude, you gave it like an eight, didn't you? Yeah, it's lower that's than a lot of other outlets gave it. I was, I, I always wonder how they're going to feel when I tell them what I think. Dude, be all bummed. you know me, and I've got like a lifetime pass because of Deadly Premonition. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, every time I see him, he's I like, I could so, kill uh, a man. I could kill a man and phone Ignition up and say, I've done it. And they'd have to take me in and look after me. <laughs> Shield me from the law. Sorry, Max, did you have anything else to add about Mass Effect? I'm just I'm just saying how I'm trying to have sex with everybody in Mass Effect is what I'm trying to do. <laughs> that sounds like it would be more fun. Would you like it's, it more if that was the the central goal of the game? If it was no, just no, no, because so I like to think that, that I'm I like to think yeah. that I'm misusing the game. Like that's my favorite right. thing is to play games the way you're not supposed to play them. I just I'm having a blast right now. Um, I was trying to I was trying to have like a th- like a three banger thing going or you know trying to get it all with fucking Kelly who's now just feeding my fish she basically friend zoned me because I I overstepped my boundaries and sexually harassed the shit out of her as a secretary and then uh, Miranda's mad at me and then Jack is crazy and has some fucked up issues but it's it sucks I want to just I might start the game over again just so I can have sex with everyone I'm it sucks. <laughs> Do you think you really think the second time around you'll be like? I know it's not worth it because I can just go on YouTube and type Mass Effect Two romance scene and watch them. And it's never satisfying though. You know, you need to feel like you've earned those sex scenes. Like, yeah, it's like it's like doing a it's like doing a finishing move. It's doing a fatality, seeing the ending of a game. I can confirm that after multiple playthroughs, you can't do it in Silent Hill in any of them. Have sex with them. Try to bang everything in Silent Hill. (laughs) (laughs) No matter how short those nurses' skirts get. Uh, yeah, I just I try I, and do that in every game I play. You know, like I I I just kind of narrate when I'm playing, and I go up to enemies or NPCs, and I'm just like, hey there, how's it going? Oh, look at me, I have a you know bazooka. Wanna be my you know wanna go out with me on dates? You know, I'll be, when I'm playing Zelda, I'll like go into a shop and I'll just pick up pots and I'll be like, hey babe, I'm gonna break your shit until you go out on dates with me. <laughs> break all the pots. Oh, I'm stealing your rupees. What are you gonna do? You know, it's I'm just retarded, so I don't know what I'm doing here. No, anyway. it's more fun that way. It's more fun it's that way. Great. Like, I think the last time <laughs> I haven't felt that way about a game since um since Shenmue One came out, where I would just walk around and stare at people's crotches in the game because it had fully controllable camera and just like be. Just be a nuisance. Just be a public annoyance without ever actually doing anything harmful or crimes. That was a lot of fun. I like, you know, pretend like it's it's that same way that um, Jim, you were saying with L.A. Noir, you kind of have to almost regulate yourself for it to be a challenge. I like to just like treat a game like a toy and play pretend with it. You know, like when a kid takes a stick and is like, oh, this is a sword. Like, Mm. you know, maybe I'm playing, um, you know, I'm, I'm playing like. What's well, it like? Star Wars Dark Forces, and I'm pretending that it's a game about 
like trying to have sex with all the stormtroopers, and it's not. <laughs> it sure. really isn't, and you can't play it like that. But I can pretend it. Did you ever like, play Shenmue One? Did you play it, Shenmue? I never did. Shenmue. I want you to play it. You, I want to uh, play. play uh, is that the is that the one with the weird like store you can go into and it plays like the funky fucking weird music and. Uh, yeah, sure. That happens. Okay. Tomato. I think There's like called. a right tomato. You're telling us about that. That sounds yeah. um, blissfully strange. And you call your girlfriend who you've known, but she's not. You're like you're not officially dating. You've just known her your whole life, and uh, you you uh, pick up the phone and you have to dial the numbers like. No, I think it's a rotary phone. Really? <laughs> it just it just takes forever. And you have to dial her number right. You have to look it up first. They like make everything. You have to do every last detail of it. They want Sounds you to really like enjoy. Fun. Yeah, exactly. That's why Speaking I love it. Of so weird stuff. I finally got a chance to play No More Heroes too, actually. Oh, okay. No What's More Heroes. I, I I thought it was uh very I don't know what what I was expecting. It's a lot uh-huh. simpler than I was expecting, I think. No More because... Heroes 2 is a lot simpler than the first one. Oh, maybe it was the first one. I, I played I, I played uh, Heroes Paradise, the HD thing. Oh, okay. Oh, I saw you playing that fresh. with John yeah. Carnage, actually. I was yeah. playing with John Carnage and MASH Tactics. And uh, I, like, I, I, we've talked about it so much that I don't know what I was expecting. I was expecting a, like a intense cross-analysis of American pop culture crossed with Japanese eccentricities and Suda 51 doing i don't know what it is it's 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 a fun game the motorcycle's fucking retarded but <laughs> yeah, yeah i have to review that i'm actually still trying to play through yeah. it and the uh the overworld parts are way worse on the playstation 3 version sadly oh, really? they just they just broke the yeah the collision te- detection is just broken you're supposed yeah, to be got, able to get stuck in a bush exactly i've been stuck in a tree like 10 times and you have it's to a run motorcycle like <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't like that in the Wii version. They um, they actually programmed it worse for the PS3, which is sad. But I didn't get to finish telling you my Shenmue story. Oh, sorry, sorry. Tell the Shenmue That's story. Okay, it'll be quick. I, I think you'll like this, because you seem to be interested in, like, Asperger's. A yeah. Bit. <laughs> yeah, so this game's the ultimate, just like, it should be what it's like to have Asperger's. That's what it should be called, Asperger's, uh, the experience. Because you call um, your girlfriend. And you finally dial in the rotary phone and you get through to her. And you're like, hey, Nazumi, remember that time that we went to the swing set? And she's like, I do remember that time. And you're like, well, goodbye. And then you just hang <laughs> up. <laughs> and like, there's like 20 canned conversations like that. And they're it's all... so funny. Yeah, it's awesome. We have to play it. It sounds pretty cool. I, yeah, yeah, I just I like, I like in games pretending they're real life. Me too. Um, that's a really good way of, of gauging how a game is. Like... Could you imagine? You know, you say it's realistic, but could you imagine how this would go over in real life? I mean, I like Fallout because when you go into someone's store and you jump on their table and you do a bunch of squat thrusts and then you leave uh, garbage on their floor, they're like, "Hey, I got my eye on you. I know what you're doing." Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, "You're causing some trouble there." You know, whereas you know in Zelda, you can just break pots. It doesn't make any fucking sense. But I imagine that happening in real life, and it's hilarious. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Opinion noted. We we agree. Agreement. Speaking of Asperger's. Yes, please. Oh wait, right. him? Oh, yeah. Do not, if you have one in your family, mm-hmm. be a relatively well-known video game reviewer. <laughs> it is hell. Because I have one in my family, I'm a relatively well-known video game reviewer. And mm-hmm. while they're looking up endlessly for hours. 
Wikipedia pages of minor Sonic the Hedgehog characters, and they spy a quote that you wrote three years ago that you don't even remember writing, and then quiz you about it and ask why you said it, you won't know what to do. That sounds pretty tense, yeah. A little That's bit awkward. My Asperger. I'm terrified of people with like proper Asperger's, not the ones that just like say they've got it, just to... Just because they're drawn to the bit where it says they're creative, um, <laughs> but the people that have got it like proper bad, and um, you know, I've I've known one or two people like it, and uh, I lock up like mentally. I lock up. I guess I guess because it's either be really quiet or be like I am on Podtoid, and I know that <laughs> one of those options isn't gonna work. So I just like I lock up and I wait for like their parents to tell them to go away or something, <laughs> and I sit there like silently praying to whatever star child is out there in the universe looking down to save me from this, huh? Uh, from well, this star- eldritch star madness. I don't know what I said. That's one of the. Isn't that like Paul Stanley from Kiss? Star yes. Child. Yes, it is. I, <laughs> okay. I, I, I. That's where there. I constantly pray to Paul <laughs> Stanley. <laughs> To deliver me from the threat, the eldritch threat of Asperger's. Huh. I wonder how you could give him, because he just wants something. There, it, it's a feeling. It's a mood dysregulation, you know? And he's feeling off. And if you can get him what he thinks he wants, or or at least a facsimile of it, probably just move on to something else. That's what I've usually done. I don't know. I've always found that showing them any interest opens doors to more things. <laughs> It's best to just clam up like a stone Mario Tanuki. Just treat them, I don't like, know. A, you may... treat them like a like a Tyrannosaurus Rex and just hold perfectly still. Yeah. And don't be like Jeff Goldblum all running around with road flares. Like you're just gonna get your legs bit off. Well you don't uh, think that makes them want to get a reaction out of you more? If they're like, he's not reacting to me yet, I better do something else. I better ask something else. Jonathan, no? Jonathan I think you know. It's cute that you think you're an expert on people with like mental emotional disorders, but uh, take, a, take a few keys from the master. I think I know what I'm doing. Yeah, absolutely. These are people <laughs> that I, I don't know. You know them better than me. I'm just hearing about. Them I know too. everything about all mental illness. <laughs> oh. Uh, Tara, do they do they have a? Sorry, I, I just want, I have a question. Sorry, sorry Tara, they, I'll get back to you in a second. We're going to talk about mentals for a bit more. I, I have a question, Holmes. Do they have a like a proper? Um, do they have a diagnosis yet for people who think they're vampires but are actually just fucking idiots? Uh, they they won't probably because if you give it a diagnosis, then you have to imply that medication or therapy. Most likely medication, because that's all diagnoses are for, is to justify to the insurance companies. Can, can hospitals prescribe blood? <laughs> that's where I'm is going with some this. some sort of blood bank that hospitals <laughs> could access blood at? Sure, we, uh, you know, we, we will uh, send people out medically if they need an IV of blood. But yeah, as soon as they start diagnosing it for real, then they have to actually do something about it. And no one wants to actually try to do something. God forbid, give people medication. They're too fun to try to cure. It's nice to know there are these chuds out there being worse than everyone else. It's I've, like- known, I've, you know, I've known people who, um, I mean, I've... I went to I went to actually like special crazy kids school because I had a lot of anxiety and like depression when I was in like middle school. So I dealt with a lot of fucking crazy. I was like I was like Jonathan Holmes Jr. sort of, except mm. I was kind of crazy too. 
So I was dealing with I'm, a bunch of I'm kind of crazy. Absolutely. I'm I'm you're crazy. like the sweetest man ever. You're like Goku. Aww. Um, but <laughs> I, no, I, I, I met this girl. I remember this girl, Linda, who was just like this really just this fat girl who wore like overalls a lot and like wasn't goth or anything. But one day she was just like, yeah, I'm a vampire. Oh god! And we're just yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And I was just like, "What the fuck? Like, what? Why are you vampires?" She wore overalls, and she, she thought she was a vampire. She had like curly blonde hair, and wore overalls. And I remember her wearing a Garth Brooks shirt a lot. And she was like, <laughs> she wasn't like goth. She wasn't the kind of person you think would be into vampire stuff. But one day she was, she just, was just like a crazy yeah, person. She's just like, yeah, she's pretty much an idiot. And she's like, Phew. I mean, there's crazy people, and then there's like people who are just like, yeah. They need to get yelled at a little bit more, I think. I just want, I tell you what, right? This is Jim <laughs> Sterling's rule for curing. Again, if, if, if I was in charge, and maybe Obama should listen to me instead of dealing with the debt ceiling, whatever that is. I can afford my fish and chips, so I don't know what anyone's complaining about. Um, <laughs> what debt? I've got money. <laughs> um, <laughs> What was I talking about? Right, yeah. So Obama can listen to me and make some real change. That is what was all on all those garish t-shirts, wasn't it? Change? Well, listen to me. Hope. hope, I think it was. Well, hope is change. I would give hope and change to the people who are sick of Kentucky vampires and Twilight vampires, all these idiot twats, right? If someone ever tells you they are a vampire, you are legally allowed to kill anything nearby... Uh, like a rat, what? a rat or a dog or something, right? Drain it of blood, and you are legally allowed to sit that person down and not let them leave until they drink all of that blood, right, That's in fair. front of you. If, and this is the really important bit, if they tell you they will not drink the blood because they're one of those vampires that feed off energy, you are legally <laughs> fucking allowed to get a spanner and bash them in their fucking heads until their legs stop twitching. <laughs> fucking energy vampire, you pretentious yeah. half well, right. cunts. Isn't a spanner like a wrench? With yes, none of the nastiness. You want the glamour of a vampire with none of that icky blood <laughs> stuff. Well, you can't do it that fucking Jesus, way. Jim. If you have a baby, you've got to wipe its ass. And if you're a vampire, you've got to drink this fucking rat's blood. The fucking drink it, or it's a spanner for you. Right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, in, in, a, in high school, there was this there was this girl Samantha who I was like sort of friends with. Um, but then one day she was she was like a drama nerd. One day she was just kind of like, guys, I'm a vampire. And we were like, yeah. Is that right? And so we just would tease her. We'd make up stupid vampire jokes, and I'd go on like AIM after school and just bug her and be like, so if I made you a garlic pizza, could you eat it? And she'd be like, I could eat garlic. I just don't like garlic because I'm a vampire. And I was like, <laughs> so wait, I saw you in the sunshine today. Why? And she's like, I'm not that kind of a vampire. And I was like, so <laughs> that, that how do you kind? put on makeup if you're invisible in the mirror? And she's like, it's not like that. And I'm like, so how are you a vampire? And I remember then I this was my like live journal days and and shortly after this like a few months later I I was like googling myself or trying to find like references to like if anyone was linking to my to my shit and I found her secret vampire blog that was like Ugh. I think it was on like it was on like um like dead journal or like Zanga or something and she was talking about the day that I was making fun of her and she just goes that fucking Max Scoville 
the the mundane was making uh. fun of me for my and I was just I was I went and I got a glass of milk in my kitchen and I sat down and reread that paragraph and I just shot it out of my nose because it was so fucking funny. Wow. Basically, you were a bully in high school. Absolutely. Look now, as someone who. As a, as a fat kid at school, and therefore no, someone who knows about bullies, I will, yeah, I, I totally give Max Gover clearance under the new vampire law of America, instated 2011, and backdated, he, yeah, total, like, he has got diplomatic immunity for any case of vampire-related bullying, especially, in fact, it should be a legal requirement to turbo-bully someone who is one of those vampires that change all the rules because they want all the glad... It's like Asperger's. It's like those people that say they've got Asperger's because they read a bit that said they were withdrawn and creative and didn't read the bit where they need medication and an actual diagnosis and actually need to learn to shut the fuck up because no one cares about Sonic the Hedgehog. That's... It's the same thing. You can't be an energy vampire. You can't be a different kind of vampire. If you're not Christopher Lee, fuck off. Right. I just, if I'm making fun of, like, if you want to, I mean, vampires are are bad. They they are abominations, and it would be cool to be one. I, I'm just saying, like, because you could stay up all night. And, like, in this day and age of, like, 7-Elevens, you really don't need to go out during the day anyway. But really, like... Vampires are bad, and if they exist, I'm not bullying. I'm there's I'm not, fuck, Buffy wasn't a vampire bully; she was a vampire hunter. You know, Castlevania mm. isn't about going around making fun of vampires. You're fucking <laughs> getting rid of them. It should have been <laughs> <laughs> Castlevania: The Vampire Bully Chronicles. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd play. Yeah, that. yeah. I was I was gonna say about Mass Effect though. Am I? I think I might be too old for it. Does that make sense? Nope. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. No. I mean, it means well. There's you know everyone goes. Um, have you heard of who who came up with it? Erickson, I think. The uh, stages of psychological development. And there was eight of them, I think. And uh, by the time you're in mine, the, the one I think I am, you don't care about trying to get people to have sex with you anymore. You're just like, oh yeah, that that part. Yeah, I'm done with that. And that seems to be like the big right, draw of the game is like running around with frog thing. people. That's, that's what I'm attracted to. Well, the, the only way I could like it is the way you like it because I'm not going to care about some story somebody wrote about the the space guys doing the stuff. I'm not going to care about that for sure. There's just no there's no appeal for me there. Um, and again, I might have liked that years ago, but I'm just really... You, you, you reach a sci-fi threshold, you know? You, you've seen enough Star Trek-esque movies and video games That's where fair. you just reach a point where you're like, I don't really need any That's more fair. of that style. Yeah, I'm just kind of... I, I don't like Actually, the, yeah. one reason that I'm getting into it, I think, is because I've become so, like, uh, disen- disenfranchised from Star Wars. Like, ever since the prequels, I just kind of stopped giving a fuck about it. Mm-hmm. So... It's like I kind of want to get into something else similar to that and get it on the ground floor. Well, it's definitely more it, – if Star Wars would have grown up with its audience, which yeah. is I think what a lot of people wish it did, it would have turned out to be like Mass Effect. So it's kind mm-hmm. of – If George Lucas had died, it would probably be all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still like the prequels. I'm fine with them. Yeah, I think should have died. Did, did you guys <laughs> see the, the E3 trailer for The Old Republic? That Bioware oh. released. It was like all like it doesn't look anything like the game. I mean, it's all yeah. like like cinema cutscene. But that yeah, the trailer that, looked good. 
if they made uh, if they made if Bioware did like a direct to DVD like CG movie about Star Wars, I'd probably watch it if it looked like that. It looks they look gorgeous, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm with you on that. Just the so art yeah, direction of art direction of fucking Star Wars the prequels is just so goddamn stupid. It's a little overly colorful. Yeah. Oh, I the like CG it. and the CG in Mass Effect is better than the prequels. Like that's and it's a game, so. Yeah, I like the Muppets in the prequels, though. There's some pretty good Muppets. There were like three Muppets. I love those Muppets. Which one? Awesome. <laughs> there were like no, there were like no Muppets in that. In There's some pretty those good like, Muppets. Those were like digital Muppets. No, they're real Muppets. It was like good the only Muppets were like like Kiati Mundi's forehead and like that thing that was next to you know Jabba the Hutt, and then one of the pod racers' hands was a Muppet. That's every, everything else was CG. <laughs> there some pretty good Muppets, though. <laughs> George Lucas is just positive. like George Lucas never grew up. The guy's thirteen years old. Like he, yeah. And and that, that the CGI obsession speaks volumes of that. Even when something might look better as a live action puppet or a model, like he'll still go for CGI because it's the new cool like technology. No wicked dude, and fucking goes back and remasters the fucking old ones to put more CGI in because. <laughs> Well, I think he wants 100% control. I remember. If he wants 100% control, he shouldn't have fucking sold Star Wars to anyone in the world. So they wrote all this, like, expanded universe stuff that he then just, like, threw in the trash when he... It was was really good, too. Yeah, like, I don't really like the Star Wars films, but some of the expanded universe stuff really interests me. And George Lucas just decided, no, none of that's real. (laughs) That's just... Make a well, bunch none of, of it. stupid prequels that's dumb. Yep. <laughs> well, none of it's real. No, no, none I mean, of it's real, Jonathan Holmes. Yeah, Don't talk to me real. like I'm one of your creatures. <laughs> <laughs> Some, if you ever... The, the best... One of my favorite books is, is The Tales of the Bounty Hunters. I think I talked about it before on here. Book. but Yeah, the fucking... People are always like, yeah, Boba Fett's retarded and overrated. And I'm like, first of all, just go. Go outside and just suck every dick you see. Just go. Just suck <laughs> all those dicks, you <laughs> motherfucker. But second, go read the it's Last Man Standing by Daniel Keyes Moran in the Tales of the Bounty Hunters because that's like the most fucking badass story. Yeah. Like it's just Boba Fett being like old and like looking back on his life and being like that Han Solo sure is a cunt, and then he's trying to kill Han Solo, and it's really fucking gnarly. It was a really nice ending to that. Um, mm-hmm. I like IG88 as well. Oh yeah, I that's fucking- um, I think therefore I am or something. Yeah. That's pretty cool. The Dengar one was badass, too. Yeah. I know you don't like rap, Jim, but uh, the rapper MC Chris has made rap songs based on every single one of those stories, and they're incredible. I, I, huh. don't, I don't dislike rap. I respect rap. It just A lot of it doesn't speak to me. Some of it I've listened to and, and enjoyed. Well, you should, li- you should listen to Zuckus's Prius, because it's wow. a beautiful song. If, any song about Zuckus I will listen to. <laughs> And oh, this is the weird guys. thing, right? I can't tell you about anything that happens anymore in any of the movies, but these weird little random characters I know tons about. Even oh, they're the, awesome. Because I'm not a Star Wars fan. I don't like. I mean, I won't say I don't like them. They're they're okay. They're like nice little fairy tales. The movies, but some of that expanded universe stuff is just. I take an interest in a couple of characters: Zuckers and Fallarm, IG88, Admiral awesome. Piet. Because why not? Um, and ED99... No, is that, no, EV99. You're a feisty little one. You're a feisty little one. Earn some respect on the master sail barge. Yeah, there's a story written about her. 
and it's fucking badass. I love it's the one about um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lady. It's a lady robot. Right. God, the, oh, the Jabba's right. Palace ones are just so fucking out there. Yeah. Like you just find out that like the uh, what is it the the doctor for the for the cantina bar like Doctor Evazan and Ponda Baba the guy who has like a fucking butt for a mouth they're like <laughs> they're basically just like codependent drunks who are like lunatics. Yeah. And they live on like a crazy island laboratory, and then they somehow wind up in the bar fucking with Luke Skywalker, getting their arms chopped off. Like it's just, it's so oh. unrelated to Star Wars. It's the best. <laughs> That's the guy who's like, he doesn't like you. That guy. I don't I, like I, you either. <laughs> Twelve systems. Yeah, I like that. Careful, guy. you'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Uh, should I talk about the the games I played, or you want to talk about them games you played, <laughs> Jim? Dengar. Talk- he looks like he has a toothache. Yeah, this is Dengar toyed. <laughs> um, yeah, go on. This whole episode has just been games of the week, and so far, all the games of the week have just been Mass Effect. <laughs> Actually, and I wanted because we had talk about video games all this like the rest of the week and all no, this weekend. This, packs, is, a, this like, is a holiday for us. Shut up, it's free. About retarded people in Zuckus. Like, that's all we want to do. I actually, because Tara Long hasn't got to say anything for a while, I wanted to move on to Tara next and see what she'd been playing. Um, I played Deus Ex this weekend. Uh, we talked about that. Um, I also played more Duels of the Planeswalkers, but I actually have kind of um, forewent that in place of the actual card cards, Magic the Gathering. Wait, um, what's Duels of the Planeswalkers? What's Duels came out that last week. Didn't the Magic the Gathering video game. Oh, okay. I think I'm remembering that now. You did talk about that last week, right? Yeah. There are packs coverage for the show is sponsored by Wizards of the Coast. Who oh, okay. Um, so I had to learn how to play Magic, but I've actually really enjoyed it so far. And the card game, I think, is is more fun than the video game. The video game is good, though, for helping you learn. Um, huh. Uh, and I play a little bit more Borderlands, and that's really it. I've been, like, preparing a lot for packs, but not by actually playing video games, just by, like, running errands and shit. Sure. How long are you going to be there for? Um, the 25th through the 29th, so Thursday through Monday, I think. Wow, that's pretty long. That's almost a week. Yeah, it's, uh, five days, so it is quite a long time. It'll be pretty, pretty busy, too. Pretty packed. (laughs) <laughs> are you and Max going to try to do like the crazy amount of videos you did at E3 again? Yeah. Oh man, that was crazy. Yeah, we're still doing like six or six or eight videos a day plus like a live stream we're doing on Thursday night and Friday Friday night. Yeah. I'm oh. getting to do um a couple of videos with referee this event as well. I'm looking forward to yeah, oh, cool. We're trying to get more of the editors involved with our videos and stuff this time around just cuz there's so much stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought you did well at, at E3. Jim was in a couple of videos. Uh, yeah, we did the live stream together. Conrad. Yeah, yeah. yeah he did but a he, good job. Absolutely. Well, that sounds good. Well, yeah, it, it sucks that you won't be there. Oh, yeah, it sucks for yeah, me. I just couldn't take more time doing off. videos with you last year at PAX was like my first foray into Destructoid video. Yeah, you were so nervous. It was so fun. I know, I was really nervous. And now you've done how many episodes of the show? Or you're like on 150? We're on episode 167 now. Wow, Jesus. That's amazing. Well, they, totally, they totally borked it because they made every video we did at PAX count as an episode, or at, at E3 count yeah. as an episode. 
So, so we, we were, released like 40 episodes that week. Yeah. If PAX, if, or if, ah, I keep seeing PAX, if E3 hadn't happened, that Monday would have been our 100th episode. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So whatever that means. So I'm you did that because I wanted lot, to do like an exciting 100 episode. I don't know. We well, can do it's almost a, 200. Yeah, that's true. And the year anniversary is... 200 well. is no good. You can't do anything till 500 now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, the show started shooting in... October 11th was our first right. episode. That's right. So it's almost... Oh, I still remember. So we can have a one-year anniversary. That would work. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be great. We'll have so, to do that. Yes, it is. It will be done. We, we decided have you back it. On for an anniversary episode, Holmesy. Maybe, maybe I can fly out if Max doesn't you mind. Can Skype in. Skype, you want, yeah. Maybe no, you can could just replace in. Max for that episode. Don't <laughs> <laughs> feel like a, a joke where we tell people that you're coming back to host and that we fired Max. I'd love that. I guess. <laughs> You'd love that. I, I don't I know. I don't know what I'd do. I'd people would be upset if that happened. That's for yeah. sure. Um, uh, someone was asking about the uh, we we put up that little gold spray painted detoid head, um, and people were asking like, was there an award show? And I'm like, God, that was a long time ago. You guys are new was. here, aren't you? It was almost a year ago. Yeah, and you've picked up a lot of new viewers um, since then, as yep. you know. Yeah. In a wild year, wild wild year. It's awesome, man. Crazy days. <laughs> Jim, do you want to talk about the games you played, or should I talk crazy about the games I played? Crazy Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> um, by all means let us know what you've been playing matey boy sure well I have been playing Urban Champion 3D oh god which I, which I Jonathan Holmes I, you I, bastard <laughs> well I, I was surprised other than some trepidation that you voiced via Twitter and other means before the review went up you, you you haven't said much about it. Were you okay with my review, Jim? Did you see it, or did you avoid it out I of fear? That was okay. Um, what's, what score did you give it again? I gave it a 5 out of That's 10. That's it. Once I heard that, I was like, okay, it's not going to make me look like an idiot. <laughs> because the amount of slagging off I've been doing, and then if you'd have come out with a 9 out of 10, which is what you were making it fucking sound like, I was just face, but I, just, I won't live this one down. People are like, well, Destructor said it was 9 out of 10, Jim, so you've got to like it. <laughs> well, but I, I am actually, still, I'm still yeah. furious that you like it in any way. I do like you it. You should yeah. no. You're not allowed. And what's a, what's a, a five out of ten? What's amazing is to me anyway that I wrote a review. I gave it a five out of ten, and in the comments, a lot of people said, "I want to play that game now." I mean, the score was not good. It's mediocre. It's, you uh, will encourage people to buy it, and then Nintendo will think we want more urban. I never... Maybe it's reverse psychology, but I was like, you but, probably don't want to buy this game. I'm well, weird for liking it. I admit it. I'm weird. You're probably not like me. People have asked me on Twitter, like, should I buy it? I'm like, probably not, dude. There's no gameplay there. It's just rock, paper, scissors without scissors. It's just rock. And then if the other guy said paper, then you win. Uh, and if you didn't you realize the next iteration of the 3DS is just going to be called the U the UCDS, the Urban <laughs> Champion Dual Screen, designed entirely around playing Urban Champion and various spin-offs. <laughs> the sales have been bad so far. I so fucking know. hope so. No fucking yeah, kidding. Yeah, I would. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. I. It looks better than I expected, but I just. I'm so baffled. I read what you wrote about about um. The Nintendo guys just getting together, having a slumber party in their footy pajamas, and you know playing Clue Clue Land together. And I thought that was pretty brilliant because oh, thanks. 
Yeah. Nintendo, they're just... Yeah. <laughs> I can they're just imagine just having, it, you know? Yeah, they're just having a weird party. I and... fucking play Clue Clue Land. I'm not going to fucking play a fucking <laughs> Urban... Again, like, I played Urban Champion on those 101 TV plug-in controllers. I'm not paying six bucks for it on a fucking cunting fucking 3DS that I paid 250 bucks for. And no, fucking Ice Climbers isn't going to make up for that. And... <laughs> All you're giving me is Urban Fucking Champion, and I just want some fucking games. Yeah. Hey, to be Pokemon. to be fair, you can club seals in Ice Climber. That's kind of funny. Can you? Yeah, you club seals, man. I thought they just killed you. I always get killed by the seals in the Can't polar bears. Just... I don't know. I'll have to play you it again. Club those pelican things. You can hang I, out with them. The pterodactyl guys. I was guys. I was, uh, I was pitching the idea to um, the guys who were doing Burger Time World Tour. I was like, you guys like they. I I said they were. Um, game of the show for gdc mm-hmm. and they like really like us now sure and, like it's it's like burger time world tour like it's a fun game but i mean you, i i was kind of half kidding about that <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, i love burger time i can't wait to play the new one burger time yeah. my favorites from and the so now days. these guys are like you know they like you know they keep in touch with us and i just like i tweet at them occasionally and i'm just like hey hey guys guys can you make um can you make ice climbers world tour and make it super gory so it's like actually like the fur trade and you're just fucking up these seals and killing pelicans and there's just fucking blood on the ice and there's polar bears and you have to wear their skins as suits and stuff and they're like no that's terrible <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad they uh they humor you that's nice it's yeah it's really it's so funny when pr pr people like humor me like that's <laughs> See, that's what I like about the Saints Row guys is that there's a good chance the shit that I say to them might actually go over. Like, if I'm like, hey, a condom full of spiders, cool idea. They're like, ah, yeah, actually, that's good. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, they're on your like, wavelength. Like, what if they time. made, you know, what, what if they made, you know, uh, Gears of War exercise game? Like, why not? That's, you know, it's a silly idea. Uh, they're doing some sort of connect game, aren't they? I like your ideas. Uh, what other games? I, I should finish it. talking. No, no, no. Beep up. Beep. Okay. Uh, what else I play? No more Heroes. Heroes Paradise. Very disappointed. Um, have to finish it and get the review up. And uh, I just got Xenoblade Chronicles in the mail, but I haven't really had a chance to play it. I looked at it, and the graphics are a lot better than I thought they'd be on my HD TV. So I'm hopeful that'll be fun. And uh, then I reviewed Street Fighter 3 Third Strike Online Edition, and people are pissed off at me. I'm getting never. Have you guys ever reviewed a fighting game? Anyone? No, don't, don't do it. Just I'm never gonna do it again. I'm just I'm done with it. I think maybe Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3 if if uh, if it gets sent to me. But ah, uh, you can't say anything about fighting games to fighting game fans because if you don't think exactly the way they think, it's like the worst things about video game fans in general turned up way past 11. Like I said, I think it's the most balanced fighting game in the Street Fighter series because there's um, this parry system that can make it so you can really get out of any problem without suffering any consequences if you're skilled enough. And, you know, there's other aspects of the game that I think just make it really balanced for, for most people, maybe not for, like, diehard experts, but for your average player, you can pick up just about any character and, and have fun right away and have a chance of winning. People are freaking out all over the Internet. I'm getting hate mail left and right. You don't fucking know shit. Didn't you see the last tournament? Only Chun-Li ever wins tournaments. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, they're, they're, they're hating me so much. Anyone oh. just- 
any fucking fan of tournament gaming. It's like, just shut the fuck up and go away and die. <laughs> So it's like, sick congrats! Of it. You've made you've made sports or you made games into sports, and now you're acting like a fucking jock and an asshole. And get the fuck out of here! Yeah, and they've got no, yeah. they've got less of a like. Jocks don't have much of a right to begin with, but you've got less right than them to act like a cunt. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, let's scale it back. I know not everyone's like that. I know, uh, like Jesse uh, Tactics from Destructoid is a big fan of tournament yeah. gaming, and he's a lovely guy. Um, but some fucking. Oh, just the ones that get upset and angry about it. The ones well, then, that act like Brock Lesnar just fuck <laughs> off and go away. And die. No, well, that's the thing. The nice ones don't say anything. Uh, like Jesse, he's never going to go and comment other than like "good review, dog." Uh, he's never going to go beyond that. Um, it's because Jesse's a human being. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot to do with it. Yeah, it's just frustrating. Um, I, I I hate having to even. And I don't mind being criticized at all if they come in and say, "Hey, I actually don't think you're right on that." Uh, in my opinion, the balance is way off on that game, and here's why I think that. And be like, "Oh, that's really interesting. I'll I'll incorporate that opinion into uh, my perspective and keep it in mind in future reviews." But instead, it's just like you're wrong. You should be fired. I hate you. I'm gonna try to get other people to hate you. I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, right. it's exhausting. Well, see, the thing I'm is, pooped. is they is they all they do is play fighting games. So of course, the logical recourse when somebody attacks something they love is to is to try and have a, a combo to counter it. Well, that's the thing. I was being nice to the game. Uh, why would you be mad that I like a game? Uh... Yeah, it's this insecurity. These people that act so confident that what they do is a sport and what they love is a sport, yet they betray how little they actually believe that when they fly off the handle over the slightest perceived attack on what they do and what they love. And this hatred of outsiders, this terrified fear of the outside world coming in and they mm. want esports to be embraced by the masses and yet anyone who isn't like you know top tier is <laughs> like is considered worse than scum to them i'm like how the fuck do you expect that your quote unquote sport is going to get embraced and respected when you run out of town anyone who you perceive to not know as much about it as you you elitist gated miserable little cunts even among gamers even among online geeky gamers who hang out on the internet you are the worst you are the pariah you are the geekiest of the geek the lowest of the low on the social totem pole and you have no right sir to look down upon anybody Anybody, even someone who thinks they're a vampire. <laughs> well, that makes me feel better. Thanks for sticking up for me, Jim. I appreciate it. I'll stick it up, yeah. <laughs> and that's one of my suggestions for the drinking game, so have a shot. <laughs> uh, did I play any other video games? I don't think I've played any other. I played some Rhythm Heaven Wii a little bit just because I love it, and that's it. Okay. Oh, I don't really want to talk about my ones because um, I've only really had time to play Deus Ex this week, and I've talked. Yeah, how many hours was that? How how far did how long did you have to play that? I know the first like level, like the opening hub city of the game. I spent five hours in in my first excursion there, and that was just the first um, afternoon of reviewing, and then I reviewed it until 3am the next night and then all Saturday morning. As I spent a very long time in it. I would estimate at least 30 hours Whoa. into that. 
I reckon you can blast through that game theoretically in 8 to 10, but you'd be missing out on a lot because there's just so much content. Um, mm. And I'm planning to play through it on a second go. Um, once I actually remember my proper... I had to log out of my Steam account to do a special one because the, they were looking after the PC version of Deus Ex. Um, and it, I can't remember my password to get to my Steam account and all of my games. But once I get back to that, I'm going to do a pacifist stealth run. Um, on PC because the the stealth controls feel a little better on uh, PC. So yeah, huh. I mean I'm willing, I'm really happy to jump in and play again. So, but I, I've talked about it so much because I did the review, which is the longest thing I've ever written for Destructoid today. Mm. Uh, I had so much to say, and then I went um, and chatted to Max and, and Tara on um, the Destructoid show. Um, quite extensively, so I'm so talked out. And Jimquisition too, right? Didn't and Jimquisition, gym- I did a video on it, um, which a lot of people didn't like. They said it was a, a fake lazy episode because it was just one joke I did, which I thought was funny, so fuck them. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I've talked so much, I'm tired now. I want to go to sleep. Yeah, I don't blame you. Well, I should play it then, I guess, huh? I think you should. I mean, I know you mentioned that you're... This is one of those, um, we've talked about it before on the show, one of these Holmes opinions where you have told me that you are not interested in the slightest. It's really disinteresting to look at. When I see the dude with the sunglasses yelling with robotic arms... and you're You know those have... sunglasses come out the side of his face? They're retracting and out like Wolverine claws. It's like I was saying to Max, it's like, how much of this... I'm old. I've seen so many sci-fi things for so long and read sci-fi books and blah, blah. It's just the... the, the it's it's the, Robocop. If it, it was Robocop, Robocop, I'd play it in it a It actually is, because I, like I said, I hadn't watched Robocop for the first time in, in I guess, at least 15 years. Um, rewatched it last night, and then I was like, it's set in Detroit. There is a law enforcer. He is killed. He comes back a robot. That is exactly Deus Ex. Yeah, told really? you so. Told you so. Okay, all right. I'm going to think of it as Robocop. Robocop. I would, because, I mean, just outside of the, uh, the sci-fi stuff, there's so much good stuff bubbling under the surface the social commentary about corporate um cyberpunk jar jar binks crack smoking yeah. lady so that, good. i actually posted that the post went up on destructed an hour ago i, oh, I gotta watch all of uh the really racist character they've got who's like well shit captain hey captain in oh it's like <laughs> the game, for the most part, is very well written, and they've just suddenly, randomly, for five minutes, got this incredibly bad racial stereotype, which I don't want to... I'm going to chalk it up to more, like, naive, childish, um, Canadians. innocence Canadians than, um, like, actual racism. I don't think anyone at Eidos is actually racist. I just think they thought that that was okay. <laughs> well, it was like uh, that um, an Indigo Prophecy, too, in Fahrenheit. Um, they're just randomly be... It's a pretty well-written game, and suddenly there's just this ridiculous racial stereotypes. Yeah. Thrown in. I mean, it's it, a thing. I think, it, yeah, it happens. I mean, I guess tropes exist because they've just become so accepted. So, um, and, you know, it's not like I'm offended. I'm not, I'm not upset. Um, and I don't think many people will be just because the overall game is just so high in quality, but it is funny. <laughs> it is just like, you want to sit back and just be like, seriously? How did you think? How did you think we'd watch this and think, that's okay? <laughs> you know? 
and even that it fits. I mean, the yeah. rest of the game seems so understated, and then all of a sudden, do you think it's supposed to be like comic relief? Like, oh, we gotta lighten the was, tension. I think it, she was intended as comic relief. It just mm. right. It literally <laughs> is like if it, it, if you took Jar Jar Binks and put him in Blade Runner. Like that is pretty much how it is. And made sure that everybody knew that Jar Jar Binks was black as well. It's like if Edward James Olmos in Blade Runner was just like, hey, man, I make you some origami cranes, dog. What you want to do with them? Well, that said, some of the uh, Chinese characters in the game are a bit suspect as well. Oh, you need to talk to back. You need to talk to Tong. It's like, mm, it's a bit. I remember yeah, it was funny you, because... Like, what do you say to that? Like, yeah. What? I like how on the Destructoid show, I dared not say the Chinese accent, whereas on Podtoid, I, oh, I don't give a fuck. No one, com- no one complained about, like, last week when we were talking about racial slurs and mental hospitals. Yeah, I feel like, like I can do anything now. I feel like I people feel like don't people even listen. praise us more the disturbing we get. Oh, yeah, they, they, they want to see how far we can go. Yeah. I don't think anyone listens. I think they just comment. They're like, "Oh, right." They like kind of glean what we talked about from the uh, the description, you know. And they're like, "Oh, that was funny. That was great, guys." And they're like, "I didn't have time to listen to it." I don't know. Oh, get so many people saying they almost crashed their car or they were on their way. Yeah. So I think it's they're so busy concentrating on not looking like idiots in public that a lot of what we say just goes under there. It's like we'll make them laugh, and while they're laughing, we'll just suddenly say something like, Oh, hey, Chinese! And then they won't notice that bit <laughs> like of racism. having sex with retarded people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were talking about that a lot. Uh, it's, a, it's a weird yeah. feeling for me. That was, I, me I, that was me doing an impression of racism, by the way. All of that. That wasn't me being racist. I love the Chinese. So, I want to actually, I'd love to see a monster movie that's just like the attack of the racism and racism is just a giant kaiju monster, but it's like a combination of every possible racist like creation you can oh, have. Oh, you mean like a Hydra? Like it has like a sombrero and like an afro. <laughs> it just comes in and it's just like, it's not so much that it does racist things. It would look racist just because it's funny, but everyone would be like, we have to get away from all the racism. And then, you know, they'd like launch missiles at it, but it wouldn't do any good. The and the racists would just walk around, knock over buildings. The stereotydra. Uh-huh. It sounds like a, <laughs> like a detergent. Yeah, I was actually just thinking that myself. Okay, time to see. we got to do some listener questions because it's getting pretty damn late over here and uh, I've got to go return some jeans because I'm too fat for them. Imagine that. Even at a fat man store buying jeans, too. God, I'm not going to enjoy my plane ride. Um, bought some really nice clothes, so, so I'm going to look all smart for my panel. Good. It looks so good, good. pretty. I got an Angry Birds shirt as well. Remember, because... folks, Saturday is Suitor Day. Those are just like suits. We're suits. Damn right. Yeah. I got this Angry Birds shirt because it was there and it fit me. And it's like, if you see anything that's vaguely interesting and you're fat and it fits, you buy it. Even if it's Angry Birds. Um, it doesn't breathe at all. And you think that's prime, like that's important for an obese man to have a shirt that breathes. It's got this heavy material on it. So I'm just like, boy, like actually slowly broiling my tits. Uh, <laughs> so that's my dinner sorted out for tonight. Let's do some questions. Uh, um, let me see. Zag Zagovich says, what's the deal with Holmes? What is the deal with Holmes? <laughs> what, did, what did I do wrong? I what? love all you guys, but Holmes scares me sometimes. I don't even know if there is a name for that constantly positive slash very depressed state that he is in. I love it, though. He is the killer seven of game journalism. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that a question? Am I depressed? Uh, I am really tired by it's the like, time. I think that's the thing. It's like you're really run down. But and I mean, this is what I've always liked about you and Chad. Like uh, the two guys on Destructor Tours who I've probably known the longest and really, really always liked and been enjoyed hanging out with is yourself and Chad because both of you, in the face of anything, just seem to be really happy. And <laughs> if not happy, at least looking on the bright side of everything. And I. I am not like that a lot of the time, and it's nice to to be with people like that. But I wonder how you do it, because your job as well, and I'm going to be a little bit serious, but your job is, I would imagine, very emotionally draining and very stressful, and yet you still oh, seem to be really sort of, you keep it up. I mean, I don't know, maybe that's a defensive thing, like you've got to do that or you'd kill yourself by now. Um, but yeah, like, you... No... I can talk about me. I'll tell you why I'm like this, I guess. Uh, my wife to is my, really attractive, to be fair. My wife is really attractive. Um, this is part of why I don't like get into games as much that offer like an escapist like fantasy world where you can like do whatever you want. I often feel like I can just do whatever I want in real life. Uh, people, I've got really great people in my life. I'm really... I've got money, I've got wife, I'm decent at my job, I think. The patients usually get helped out. I help some people not go to jail or kill themselves today, three of them. And by the end of the day, they're like, dude, I don't know what I would have done without you. You're the only one on my side. It's a long story, but, Jesus you know, Christ. methadone was involved and, you know, people were going to die. So, you know, I get home with the day, I'm tired. I don't have as much. You have to take a lot of social risks at my job. A lot of, You have to be really creative and come up with... Um, ways to express really complicated ideas to people who may be dying or about to kill themselves so you gotta be good you can't you know accidentally be like well it's not that i think you're stupid you know you're already you're <laughs> you're already screwed if you Holmes, you're like goku i swear to god you're like goku you just goku yeah, i like goku he's a great you're guy you're just like you're just like happy and you just are great and you're really nice and i just you know you i i just i remember feeling like when I took over the show for you and people were like, oh, I want Holmes back. I was mad at them because, like, I mean, you're, you went back to help people and be a social worker and you and still do video game journalism. But, like, I'm just like, I'm not a fucking – I'm not going to help people, you know, not kill themselves. Like, I probably might help them want to do that. I don't like, – I'm like – I don't want you to go to waste. You could be you, you're doing good, and I'm glad that you're doing good because you are like the kindest motherfucker I've ever met. Aw, thanks, obscene. Max. That's I really appreciate that. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, after I I do that all day, I'm tired, but I'm still feeling pretty good. I feel good when I talk to you guys. It's a release. It's fun. So yeah, I feel great. Oh, um, Alpha Deus um, posted to promote his the Destructoid Community album that he made. He made an album of um, tunes related to a whole bunch of Destructoid community members. Um, he wanted to know what we thought about it, so here's where I'm going to be a cunt and say I haven't listened to it yet. But I've got it open on a tab, and I'm going to keep it open to make sure that I do listen to it. Um, but I wanted to put that out there and just let people know that Alpha Deus has put a thing up, and you can do a little... Just go to the community blogs and look him up. Al Alpha is in the word, and Deus is in the word. Uh, all together, squashed up like one. It's not that fucking hard, is it? Sort it out. So do that. Um, let me see. Again, I didn't plan this at all. I didn't, <laughs> didn't read it. Um, 
Reginald, here's an interesting one. Because I guess we can just talk about what really... By Reginald! Reginald Fancy! (laughs) Reginald Fancy, I've brought you an ostrich egg! (laughs) I've been wanting to try to do that like you guys do, but it's hard. What was the question again? Um, Reginald asks... Which is each member of the cast's respective kryptonite? What would one have to hold up to repel or physically, mentally weaken you? I assume the Tara's is that 4chan dot gif. Sure is. (laughs) What is this dot gif? What's the gif about? Oh, we don't have to talk about that. Okay, let's not talk about it. It's a gif of Tara. That's it. All you need to know. It's a gif of my boobs jiggling that turned up on 4chan like several months ago. It's oh. not even like jiggly though. <laughs> uh, what are inter- you? It's the internet though. Like it's like people will take whatever they can get. Like you could go out wearing. I think didn't you once do this or talk about doing this? Like going out in a full-on like, astronaut suit, really covered up. I don't yeah, know. People would still be like, our- "Oh, that's so hot." <laughs> We yeah, did that didn't... in the third episode, actually, the third or fourth episode, yeah, I because that. I accidentally wore a shirt the episode before where I didn't realize that, like, for a few seconds during the show, you could see my bra. Ah. And uh, people were just, like, fucking vultures on it. So well, the this next is back episode... when people watched the show and were like, I want to watch the show with my children, like, before. Do <laughs> 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 you remember those days? Yeah, oh, yeah, man. so, yeah. yeah. In our first episode, like, I think our first episode ever opened with me yelling, I have a massive boner. <laughs> I remember that, I know. Commenting on, like, the actual Revision 3 forums. Like, I tried, you know, I thought, like, oh, it's a new gaming show coming to Rev 3, so I'd watch it with my 10-year-old kid. <laughs> and they were like, I turned it off immediately after that. And I was like, yes. This is how we filter our audience. You should have responded to him with, well, at least you did it after. Um, but yeah I mean Uh, Matt what would your uh, um, kryptonite be I mine is basically Katy Perry (laughs) Um, I have like a gigantic crush on Katy Perry and I'm like basically angry that I'm not dating her and that she's Hmm. married to like I'm pretty sure that if I ever met her she would probably like me I just think that would be a thing because I'm like I'm like funny and I'm tall and I'm like kind of cute and she seems like she'd probably go for that and she likes funny like nerdy type guys. She's married to Russell Brand and yeah. um I've just I, it's it's just like <laughs> no she she dates like the kind of off like she doesn't date douchebags you know she's not Megan Fox she's not you know but mm. yeah you're I'm, better than Russell Brand you're better looking. You're oh fine. my god, it just, it fucking frustrates me, like, when oh, I... Oh, look at my little willy! Uh, I'm Russell Brand, ain't I? I've got a penis! Oh, bum holes! Oh, oh, bloody hell! Oh, foreskin! Oh. You're making him seem funny. I wish that's all he did. Yeah. I, I see so, that. So basically, yeah. sometimes we're, we'll be writing the script uh, for the show, and... So, someone will mention Katy Perry or something will happen involving Katy Perry. And it's like, it's, I wouldn't say it's like a sexual frustration as much as it is just, just pure, like just livid anger at my life that I'm not dating Katy Perry. 
Like I'm so <laughs> mad about it. It's it makes me mad. And when I when I did that video with the Smurfs that I, I did where I was dressed up as a Smurf, I was like yeah, really hoping would. that would go all viral and that some by some weird fluke chance Katy Perry would see it. So I was like freaking out. I got all manorexic the week before. I didn't eat anything for like three days because I'm like, oh, where really why you were freaking out because you wanted Katy Perry to see your video? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I fucking told you she's my <laughs> kryptonite. I'm not making this shit up. Have you complained to your girlfriend about this yet? I've, I've, we've worked this out. She knows. <laughs> she understands. I don't think. She, I don't think she fully understands. That's the thing. And like, I don't if, understand. If by some, if by some freakish occurrence, I don't know what it is about Katy Perry either. I think I, the first thing I ever learned about her before I even saw a picture of her tits was that her cat's name is Kitty Purry. And like mm-hmm. that just bra- that broke part of my brain, and <laughs> I have Stockholm syndrome for Katy Perry right now. I actually, I still don't understand. I, I, I still don't know whether a cat called Katy Perry is awesome or or dreadful. I've I've, <laughs> I've been in limbo about that for so long. Part of me wants to give her a trophy, and the other part wants me to kick her in the pelvis. <laughs> well, I want to I want to you know kick her in the pelvis with my dick. So. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I like it. it tra- I, I had a huge That's crush on, um, on Jennifer Connelly in high school, and I literally had like a shrine of like cut out pictures for magazines of Jennifer Connelly behind my bedroom door. Um, and it was like this weird kind of like it started out as sort of like, yeah, she's you know, she's pretty. And then it was like, no, seriously, I, I want to marry her. And I'm just giving up on the fact that she's she's pretty settled down with Paul Bettany at this point. Um, who? You Paul know who Bettany. all these people are dating? Yeah, because no. I want to go out with them on dates. Really? What, what? What? They might not be that nice. I don't care. Yeah. I don't really. I have. I have a very. I have a really virtual relationship with reality. I think <laughs> <laughs> that's not necessarily a bad thing. It certainly can get you through the day. Optimism on, yeah. again. Oh, uh, we just found so. out that Max Scoville is a remedial fantasist, and you are just like, oh, that's not so bad. No, it might be good. Okay. Might be I mean, good. I'm not like I don't want to creep out Katy Perry. So if she ever hears this, like I'm not trying to be gross or lewd. Like I'm actually like a pretty decent guy, Katy Perry. If you're listening to Podtoid right now, I'm just yeah, saying I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to lose the Katy Perry demographic. I basically just want to get famous so that I can meet Katy Perry at a party, and then just part of me, I'll probably have like an aneurysm. I don't know what I'd do, but basically, Katy Perry is my kryptonite. So there you go. To answer your question. Well, that is this week's episode title: Katy Perry is my kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That is. Yeah, uh, Jonathan. Okay. What what is your kryptonite? What what cripples you to see or hear? Uh, I already talked cheetah. about methadone today, right? I think it's probably people. I, I cheetah. <laughs> 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 uh, in real life, yeah, it's really exhausting when you're working with drug addicts who um, cheek their methadone and then give it to other people and make them drug addicts too. That's my that's my funny kryptonite story, guys. Jesus. Methadone. Not See, now that I good. feel like a right twat because I was just going to say Jeff Dunham, <laughs> <laughs> who I hate, and he's worse than someone who makes other drug addicts drug addicts. So fuck that <laughs> puppet man. Yeah. Oh, I'm going guy. to be unfunny and borderline racist, but it's okay because I've got a fucking stupid puppet. Idiot. <laughs> worse than impressionists, and I hate them and all. Oh, I don't have any actual jokes, but I can sound vaguely like George Bush. Oh. <laughs> I heard one of them on the radio recently. It was so bad. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> you can't interview them because it's like, well, I wonder how Barack Obama would answer that question. <laughs> Change. 
And then everyone laughs and it's all sycophantic and they're all, oh, it sounds just like him, it sounds just like him. No, it's really, it's just awkward laughter. I mean, it's really, it's really, you, you know what it's like when someone makes a terrible joke and then just stares at you expectantly. Nancy Cartwright is another one. Who's oh, Nancy Cartwright? Always doing Bart Simpson in any interview. Oh, oh look at me, okay. I'm Bart Simpson. <laughs> Like, Shut <laughs> up, you stupid woman. And stop using him to promote Scientology, you stupid bitch. She's a Scientologist, too? Yeah, they all are now. Oh, man, that's weird. I don't get it. Well, can we have another question? Yes. Um, <laughs> Nintendude says, if you could get any one part of your body augmented besides your genitals, what would it be? And Holmes, are you excited about the future of Japanese gay? What is your ethnicity? <laughs> <laughs> what is the ethnicity? <laughs> the ethnicity, yeah. There's only one. Uh, so what question was that exactly? If Something you could get any body part uh, robotically augmented like in Deus Ex, but not your penis or your JJ. Holmes, if you were a superhero, I think you'd be <laughs> called the ethnicity. <laughs> Sorry, Tara. Like, like the I would have my boobs augmented so they beam out death lasers at anyone who stares at them for more than five seconds. Or oh. I would like to be able to climb walls. <laughs> that's brilliant I've climbed walls before so climb walls oh, with Spider-Man style climb with the walls you, with your boots all you need are the tiny little spikes all over your that's body like Spider-Man. no no I'm actually imagining like just two huge climbing arms coming out of your boobs and uh, well, just climbing work. up like Dr. Octopus like Bayonetta <laughs> suit or whatever just turn it into I don't know if Bayonetta does that I think someone from uh Ninja Scroll has stuff that grows out of there. Someone has tentacles with mouths it, on. Wait, is it Bayonetta's hair or her suit that does? Is it her hair? Her is hair her suit. Is suit. Okay, yeah. that's just that's so fucking gross. It's like Hamza. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch, poor Hamza. Yeah, I've been meaning to write about Bayonetta again. I think about that game a lot for whatever reason. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my superpower. I would just have a. I guess a better brain. I feel like my brain poops out on me before I can finish reviewing video games as quickly as I want to and get all the work done so I wouldn't have to sleep. Just have a brain that can move without rest and at a, at a faster pace. So you yeah. just want an augmentation that will help you work better? You kind of, yeah. That's just, that's a, seriously, I play video games now, not about like picking up chicks or going out and having fun. I'm like, I play video games where I can do like a really good job. Like, oh, I want the new Animal Crossing so I can do a really good job. It's, uh, it's where my brain's at these days. You're the grandpa get... toy. <laughs> I'm so old. <laughs> I am super if old. If I could have an augmentation, I would want to never get tired of anything. I mean, I, well, I, it wouldn't be like a... I'd never have to sleep, and I could sprint indefinitely. Oh, you know, okay. Like, so I you're could, like physically wouldn't right. get tired. I mean, it's right. it's. I'd probably be like Superman if I had that. Like I thought about that because that's a pretty. It's a hard power to conceptualize, but imagine sprinting at your highest speed and never getting tired. Like there would be no difference between sprinting and running. Just I mean, you just constantly be going your full speed. Yeah. And you could like carry. You could hold a super. It, you could it, outrun the cops. Huh? You could outrun the cops. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless they got in a car that was faster than I could run, like then I would be, you know, but I could stay awake. I could, you know, I could climb up um, on a building, and maybe they couldn't get me down without a helicopter. I could just hang on to a flagpole, and I would hang on to that until they went away. That'd that be a pretty that, cool that, augmentation. That begs the question because video games, 
gave us that opportunity for a long time. But more and more people are adding stuff to their game where like, well, now you're tired, so you can't run as fast. Or, oh, you got to go get some food. Your character's hungry. Do, do, do you think that makes games more fun? Or don't you just want to be invincible? I feel the opposite. Game. Oh, what? Who? It depends on the game. Okay. I mean, a lot of games have that as an option if you play it on, like, hard. But I would never choose to do that. It, does, yeah. it definitely depends on the game. Like, as I talked last week about Stalker and how Stalker really benefits from being this survival-based game where you need to make sure you're eating food and you keep your energy up. And if you go into the game expecting that, that's fine. It's when it conflicts with other gameplay. It's like when you want an intense run-and-gun shooter, but they put an energy meter in there that stops you sprinting. Like, that conflicts with the design. So long as the design's consistent, I don't really have a problem with these human limitations that they put on people. Well, I'm just thinking of GTA. You get tired when you run it. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to get tired in GTA. That's never made we'll me have see. more fun to have to rest in GTA. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of like that. Like having a, having a sprint meter. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's you could always uh, break it if you just hammer X. They don't get tired. Yeah, huh. I mean, I'm thinking I Saints Row. That. Saints Row, you've got like a meter that refills. It's kind of like regenerate. It's just regenerative sprint. Um, I don't. Know, I just think back to when I used to have. I used to play video games with cheats on. And if you play with unlimited ammo and unlimited life, it's games aren't really that interesting. That's like, true. It's That's fun true. for a second because you're like, ah, fuck you, cyber demon, I'm blowing your shit up. But then you know you're like, oh yeah, still just fucking done. No, you yeah. definitely need friction and resistance for a game to be compelling. But I don't know if I really enjoy. You need that the for friction. a few other things as well. Uh-huh, yeah. like, I was about to make a joke about if you had if you just had sex with like a bowl of lubricant, it probably wouldn't be that great. That's kind of what God mode is like. It's just putting your wang in a in a bowl Fucking of Fucking a tin of baked beans. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun. Yeah. I would yeah. have my legs cut off and grafted onto a scorpion chassis. You know uh, six legs, big robot like stinging tail and claws, thank you. That's pretty good. I was actually I've been meaning to do a well, I don't have Photoshop anymore, but I was wanting to do a Photoshop of you. Um, your upper half with like a microphone and a you know a, a, a headphones or whatever, and then your lower half be one of those um, hover guys from from Duke Nukem, <laughs> like those big bass things, you know. Oh, that is gloriously offensive. Those guys, what shit missiles? Because they shit missiles. That's what they do. <laughs> that reminds me that not to not to change the subject too quickly, but people sent in fan art of me at the hospital. Oh, I we feel- talked about it, yeah, earlier. Oh, I missed yeah, that. Amazing. David North. Thank you. It's, yeah. Who did the other one? With your druggy friends. Who did the one of me climbing up your leg and you're a giant uh, chicken man? Um, I can't remember his detoid name. I sent him a PM. He never wrote back. Um, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Hopefully he's listening to this one. Please tell us who you are. And if you ever want to like do a detoid shirt, we could try to make that happen. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wrath of Me says, in a battle between Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and a quadriplegic Catwoman, who would, what is the ethnicity of Jonathan Holmes? <laughs> <laughs> There's an even better one tucked away in there somewhere. Really? That was pretty good. There's a comment like that. It's really long, so we can't read on the show. Yeah. We're running, fast running out of time anyway. Jonathan Holmes does not have an ethnicity. Yeah, ethnicity has him. What? You just sounded so drunk, and and my Skype Which, went like, eh. like every once in a while, Skype, Skype makes you sound weird. like um, 
Otis. Oh, yours did too? I have scissors. Are you still there? Oh, God, yeah. Ducked up on Quack did one. It's it. Oh, that is so long. <laughs> I would love to read that. I'm not going to. Um, okay, let's... Someone gave me an excuse to talk about aliens, and as self-indulgent as I want to be, I can only really do one more. And I'm going to give it to Jonathan Holmes. Um, Sam hey. Send asks, can you recommend any neat WiiWare games? He was looking through some old articles, found Muscle March and Tom and Asana, and uh, subsequently had his mind blown. So if you've got any others, uh, Sam oh. How nice. What's that? I was going to say, Holmes has introduced me to a lot of strange WiiWare games over time. Yeah, and I've been really happy that people keep coming to me for that. Like, uh, as much at the time, I'll write an article about a WiiWare game and, like, it'll get three comments and no views. People end up reading them years later and, and ask me about it. So that's great. What were you going to say, Tara? I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry about that. Was, um... Sorry, meeting Brownie. Was, um... Saiyoban Action Cat? That was, uh... Was that a WiiWare game? No, Saiyoban Action was a PC game. There was the first one and the second one, and then someone liked it so much that they ported it to the homebrew channel on the Wii. And uh, not sorry, Nintendo. I don't mean to to hurt you by encouraging people to hack their Wiis, but people, you just gotta you gotta hack that Wii. You gotta do it. There's so <laughs> much good stuff on there. Now you don't even have to pirate games. Just importing games and. Uh, you know, emulating games that you already own on your TV and playing uh, all new homebrew games. There's just so much good stuff on there. It's almost as good as the um, Xbox Live Arcade Indie Channel. I'd say it's like right, right below there. And there's some good stuff on there too. Um, so good WiiWare games. I don't know. Jeez, there's Ed so Yet many. And yet it moves is good. That's on PC Let's as well. Catch a classic. I love Let's Catch. It's a weird it's acquired terrible, taste, but you will I love it. Yeah, I wrote a review of it. Yeah, and you guys were really... I remember at the old Detroit house, everyone was really skeptical, but when I started playing it, I felt I felt the, the energy. I felt like some good things were happening there. No, I can't believe you reviewed the game. I loved it. I, I, I compared it to Hitchcock's The Birds. Yuji <laughs> um, Naka somehow made a game about the most boring activity ever and made it totally compelling. Just playing catch with strangers in the park. Uh, let's catch Yumi and the Cubes. I love a lot. Um... Tomana Center, Muscle March, Cave Story, the Bit Trip series, the Castlevania Rebirth games. That's um, not Castlevania. I'm sorry, Konami Rebirth games, which includes Castlevania: The Adventure Rebirth, Contra Rebirth, and uh, Gradius Rebirth. Uh, what else is good on there? Durr. I just bought a game. I've been meaning to review. That's a lot like Ikaruga. It's not that bad. It's only five bucks. I wouldn't go out of your way to buy it right away, but if you like Ikaruga, you should buy it. I think it's called a Kyotoke. Uh, I could go on. I'm, I'm getting bored of myself, though, so I'm going to stop talking. Sorry. Shumbling mumblers. Shumbling mumblers? Yeah. That's just... That's what comes <laughs> into my mind when I think of WiiWare games. Shit like that. Puzzle-like. Well, that's exactly it, Jim. WiiWare is this lovable, wonderful, undiscovered country that looks like crap on the outside, but then once you crack open the shell and get to the uh, fruity center, it's delicious. Jungo so to Jungo and the starlight children <laughs> wanderers of never life. Yeah, that game's not good. Cave Story's good, though. I'm about Jungle. ready to wrap this up. Yeah, I bet. Sorry, Max, did you have one wow. thing you wanted to say, then? Um... 
I was going to say that I have uh, a game that I've been working on that's called Bitch Bitch Rip, and you play a, as a as a bitch, like a, f- a female dog who has saw blades for legs. <laughs> bitch Rip? Bitch Rip. <laughs> bitch Rip. You just go around, you just bitch, you rip shit up. You that ripping bitch. Bitch Rip. It's Bitch Rip beat, and you just go around ripping up beats, and there's just purple shit everywhere. Fucking beats everywhere. Bitch Rip Beats. I've, I've been I've been working on Beat R.I.P., which is the funeral of a lovely purple vegetable. <laughs> that's that's like two bitch rips beats. Yep. <laughs> um, right, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Good night, guys. Good night. Uh, oh, thank I, you. I didn't huh? talk about herpes. What? Oh, I didn't Jesus. talk about herpes. Next time. I'll talk about yeah, herpes next time. We'll I'm sure she won't mind. Next time. We've got like over two hours of... I promise I'll what talk about... What did you do to that girl at that hospital, Jonathan? You naughty little boy. <laughs> um, what, what's, what are her peas like? What do they look like? Are oh, they her... Freaking? You? I don't know how... <laughs> oh, let's go! <laughs> do you do it? That's perfect. Thank I you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to Podtide. <laughs> it always feels like I'm <laughs> lying when I say that. Um, but genuinely, thank you. Uh, if you want to buy our app on Android, um, I've been trying to find ways to put exclusives on there. As far as I know, I don't know how, so you'd only be buying it out of charity at this point, um, or at least the convenience of listening to it on your phone. Um, but feel free to do that. Um, otherwise, if you're coming to PAX, please do come along to our panels. We've got that one uh, noon on Saturday with Nero at the Unicorn and Destructoid Live 2 on Sunday at noon at the Unicorn Theatre. It's just above the show floor and everything in the convention centre. Um, until then, that's us done. You can catch Max Scoville and Tara Long every Monday, Wednesday and Friday on the Destructoid show. You can catch Jonathan Holmes and myself on Destructoid.com every week. And that's that. Thank you very much for listening and goodbye. Bye. Bye.